0: This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. New scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more new features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, NRL players defend their RLPA dress code saying they were just trying to get Billy Slater to take a selfie with them.
1: After ending the Raiders' season, young Matt Moylan volunteers to give back and help their fans learn to count to three.
0: Doggies fans started GoFundMe to bring both Robbie Farrar and Jared Hayne to the club in a last-ditch
1: attempt to remove Desi. Plus, we look back at all the action from round 24 of the 2017 NRL season.
0: We'll add more this week in League. Welcome to episode 269 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. This week we're going to blast through it because we are actually, for the first time, this might be the first time ever, we are working to a fucking clock. Yes. You've got to be done and you've got to be out of here by a certain time, so we need to blast through it. Working nine to five. Yep. Working for the man, all that shit. Um, Firstly, uh, we just want to welcome, we talked about the Irish Tiger last week, who who is a a compatriot of uh, the biggest tiger. You know, one of the Tiger. maybe it's his brother, they have the same last name. Yeah, yeah. But... uh, He's on Twitter now. I remember last week it was like he's not on Twitter, so just give, give him a, a shout, shout out. out yeah. He's on Twitter now, the underscore Irish underscore Tiger. So he, he said he's lost the bet, and now he's on Twitter. I don't know what the what the bet was. Maybe the bet was we weren't going to shout him out or something like that. But um, yep, we're giving a shout out. You're on the
1: you're on Twitter now, so uh, get around him. You'd think someone with Tiger in the handle would be used to losing bets. I
0: <laughs> think that's the truth. I mean, there's a reason that I haven't bought a new Manly jersey in fucking decades. Like, yet, yet for some reason, I've you know acquired five or six over that period of time. Um, yeah, thanks, Glenn. Um- <laughs> I, I can't believe. I- I should have fucking done that this year with you as well. Yeah, we should have. I mean, because we had two games too, so we could have done the... the um, you are our bitch. You know, the... Uh, well, not the no, bitches, but the, the, uh, the home and away league, you know, sort of yeah, thing. Like, there's a chance that's it. for a comeback. Because, <laughs> like, back at the start, it, it seemed like Manly were playing the Tigers. It felt like they were playing them a couple of times. Hmm. And then it's dropped off. Like, this year, you know, it's dropped off. And uh, it's just, you know, the fucking draw, the way they do it. My, it'd, be my, gr- yeah. it'd be great if you had predictable two games against every team. Stop oh, players burn. can't play that long. Stop, it's a long, it's a long season. It's a long season. did ne- You need to have fucking four months off to spend my thousands. Fucking can't Get to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bali would collapse if NRL players had to play for an extra month. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, Twitter. Um, they're going to combine like a news and tweeting because we've got a lot of people commenting on the Titans situation. The Titans came out and they after last week. Around the time of last week's episode, and they're saying, um, "Look, we're not going to rush into things with this Henry thing. You know, this Henry and Hayne feud thing. We're going to sit back and we're going to take our time." So they took about five days to sack him, and what was Tuesday? They they sacked him. Mm. So yeah, they they didn't they didn't rush at all from Tuesday, from Wednesday to the following Tuesday, Wednesday night to the following Tuesday. But um, it just seems weird. Look, obviously the situation was untenable, and it was always going to be him that was going. You could just kind of read it, and it's just, and they're such a poverty club that it it really was a factor. He said, admitted in the press conference, it really was a factor. Mm -hmm. The the money they'd have to pay out to Hane versus the money they'd have to pay out to Henry, which is such a fucking poverty move when you know (laughs) when that's that's Mm. actually. When you're potentially crippling your club, or, you know, and, and just setting such an awful precedent as well for, you know, player player power over coach power. I mean, go talk to the fucking Tigers and they'll, you know, they maybe you should have consulted with those guys. You know, yeah. What, what, do, what do you guys think about this? <laughs> because they fucking know all about it. Yep. Um, and, you know, and it's taken and it's pretty much wiped. Four to five seasons off that fucking club, you know, of, of competitive, mm-hmm. you know, finals football and the rest of it. So, um, shit move. We don't know all the story, obviously. We don't know what else has gone on with Henry, why he was. I mean, because some of the players, like Ryan James, seem pretty fucking angry about it and, like, in, in, in defending, uh, and Pete's has been on, tw- on Twitter. So, so, so. It makes me think there's definitely like an element of players that probably were against him, and uh, an element. And and so at this stage, I guess we say certainly Hayne obviously was one. Um, Certainly, it appears that LG was another one. Taylor has been lumped in that group as well, and I haven't really heard him say a lot. Otherwise, I think he's kept pretty quiet about. So perhaps he's. So, you know,
1: there's been a lot of talk, and you've hit the nail on the head that that we don't know the inner workings of the club and what went on. So, what What do we know in this instance? The Titans were, were humming along under Neil Henry. About, what, a couple of weeks out from the finals last season. Well, un- until Hain, and then Hain came f- back. Yeah. right. And it was pretty much an unchanged roster. There's little, yeah. little bits here or
0: there. They were actually, like, at that point where it was almost like they were tapering to actually have a... Yeah. Final stint, and maybe you know, yeah. maybe not their best ever. Because I mean, there were times there where they finished really quite high, but they were going to have a fucking crack. <laughs> and despite that, I mean, they still had a they still were raped by the referees in that finals game, and still had a crack.
1: Yes. So, um, and you know, with they, Hain. there were some good stories there. Remember, yeah. they picked up uh, Pete's mid-season. There were stories about how they were the, the luckiest pick-up team ever.
0: And, like, and Ryan James cut his fucking hair and was looking like Dally M material.
1: It was robbed. Yeah. You know? Ash Taylor, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Yep. Great. And he was looking season. fucking great, yeah. You know? Then you get Hayne coming in. Yep. Now, he kicked a field goal at Campbelltown. And that
0: was a great moment and everything, obviously. You know, it's his house and blah, 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 blah. Fantastic. For, since then... Not like, there was this one, there was one, all I can remember is one game this season, I can't remember who they were playing, but it was a game where Hayne and Coney and both fucking went off. Yes. You remember that game? That, yep. That's the only time. Yeah. That's it.
1: Now, if you look at, again, wh- how they were tracking. Yep. Right? Maybe a team on the up, you would say. Fucking, maybe Neil Henry's discovered Scientology on the Gold Coast and become a completely fucking different person. Yeah. You know, we we don't know that. Yeah. Unlikely.
0: Maybe an ex maybe an ex uh, an ex uh sharks sharks player and uh, Titans player maybe tried to you know, maybe rope him into Amway and, and you know and, and the pressure of becoming a fucking triple fucking diamond or whatever, black diamond, whatever the fuck they are. Maybe that maybe that wore heavily on him.
1: I don't know. Um <laughs> clean dishes though. <laughs> but Yeah. Tell tell me, from what you know of Jared Hayne and his personality, again, from what you have seen yeah, him yeah. say and how you have seen him behave, yeah. does it seem far-fetched that if he doesn't like things like being told that he's playing overweight, yeah. being told that he's not training hard uh, enough, or, yep. um, that there was an article in the paper about how he was training poorly, yep. uh, about being put in the centres mm-hmm. when he doesn't like... Not being in a fucking, you know, spine Marky position. position, yeah. Does he seem the sort of person that would chat inside the club to well, other just, players?
0: Yeah. yeah, of course. Well, you know, not inside the club. Probably out in the fucking, out in the cocktails.
1: Well, what I'm, what I'm yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to get to is, you've got a situation here where you've got some senior players who have yep. been around long enough. Yeah. Who have said, Neil Henry's not out there fucking missing tackles. You know, he got us to yep. the final series last year. Yep. He's not the problem. Yep. We as a playing group need yep. to work together. And then you've got a couple of fucking people now Ash Taylor's already proven yep. that, you know, he's a simple fucking jack. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And and could potentially be easily influenced. Yeah. Well just young
0: young players looking up to yeah. the fucking oh you know, more experienced players that have have done some amazing shit in their time. Um
1: yeah, I, I don't know if getting rid of it, either of them was the option, but the the respect of... have got. The, f- wake the fuck up
0: to yourselves. Meaning, you know, like yeah, for these these players, I, and, and you got someone like Proctor. He's seen the fucking. He's he's seen into the heart of darkness. Yeah, that motherfucker knows what he knows what life could be like for these cunts. Uh huh. And I mean, I'm sure Henry's a fucking chill dude comparatively. Uh huh. <laughs> And I'm not saying like he's like a Trent Barrett fucking wants to be everyone's mate chill dude, you know, yeah at the detriment of coaching skill um, but I'm saying I'm, he's not bellamy me fucking cutting fingers off and 100%. You know, putting cuts to work in the fucking bitumen crew hundred percent, so
1: the other thing that's starting to get me more now with Jared Hayne, yeah, is and against a topic we've touched on lots of times, effort players versus talent players mm-hmm. Jared Hayne is fucking firmly in the talent. Colin. Well yeah, I dare say he has zero percent <laughs> effort in him. As he's getting older, yeah, and as he's getting yeah, you know, a little bit slower, yeah, it's harder for him to take the weight off. Yeah, he's losing some of those edges that he had.
0: I think he just fundamentally changed his body shape for to become a battering ram for the NFL, and he's just and I don't think he's. Changed. He's, he's definitely hasn't changed back.
1: Well, he's not the that. sort. Of, not the sort of guy. If somebody in the club says, you know, here's a strict meal plan and an yep. extra fucking exercise or weights regime, you have to do.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm we sure want you he's back to. We want it. you
0: back to fucking. You know, like the two thousand ten. You know, the mm. sl- skinnier version of.
1: But my thing is, you know how you were saying about Paul Gallon? Yep. You love to see that old, seasoned campaigner. Yeah. The wily combatant. Yeah. yeah. As effort players get older, they they read the game better as they yep. progress in their career. Yep. You know, Andrew Johns at the end, when he was fucking broken necking yep. everything, he wasn't Andrew Johns of his no. early, you no, know, flamboyant not. career. Yep. But what he learned about the game. Darren Look Walker,
0: at the transition though of someone like Luke Lewis. Yeah. Who was a fucking is a winger for fuck's sakes. <laughs> and then gradually moved in as, as time yep. went by and like you know we've seen him take intercepts and he's, oh, it's fantastic the motor I mean it's great but like you know the motor's clearly yeah. clearly half of what it was <laughs> I mean he's busted he's, he's busted the motor he's, he's fucking flogged it around the block too many times like
1: <laughs> so he, he's, he's like an 88 Ferrari
0: there's, there's like 900,000 k's on it there's as some well. <laughs>
1: nostalgia value <laughs> yeah. but one of the cylinders
0: but the dude's still amazing and, and an integral part of his team the- for the reason and that he's adapted to the, you know to what the his situation Luke is Luke Lewis
1: well I, I I love Luke Lewis to absolute death yep you don't hear him spoken about as superstar yeah you know you look at Darren Lockyer at the end of his career one of his biggest attributes was he knew exactly brittle cheekbones brittle cheekbones when and how to inject himself in the game Yeah. it wasn't his talent he was yep. an overrated fucking hack <laughs> because Jared Hayne doesn't put any effort in because he's too worried about his fucking image as opposed to his performance. Yep. He's not learning those things. He's not gaining that experience. Yep. And when his fucking no-look passes are going out over the sideline, and he's kicks in behind aren't doing anything. They're going dead in goal on the or you know, yeah. whatever, yeah. Or when he's chipping over the top on the first tackle of six yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. What else does he offer a team? Yeah. Pain, pain, and heartbreak. Now,
0: there's talking about you know who who's going to be the who's going to be the replacement coach. Uh, and with these things, where where there's smoke, there's usually fire. Like you don't get you don't usually get like something out of left field that you never possibly heard of you know happening. Like I don't think you know there's there's going to be some fucking crazy out of left field player swap or coach swap or you know what I mean, yeah. like that you've never considered. And so, Kevin Walters has, has been mentioned. Malmaninga Meninga has been mentioned as well. But the other day, was it yesterday or the day before, the Broncos had a press conference, and fucking, and Wayne Bennett was getting hammered, not with Broncos questions, about what he thought about the Titans' situation and all that sort of thing. And he's a surly cunt, like we know. Yeah. Wayne's a fucking cunt. And he's surly, and he doesn't like to give much away anyway. But, I mean, this is he's been asked to comment. So, I get that, you know, he probably didn't want to... Be the a headline like give them headlines about you know Wayne Bennett says blah endorses, blah yeah yeah but he was asked flat out about whether you know, you know you know Kevin Walters yeah he's fucking coached under you won like five premierships under you I mean you've known this fucking guy for his entire adult life pretty yep. much um you know do you think he's re- you know he's obviously one you know state of origin coach do you do you think he's do you, do you think he's up to the job of being a first-grade, you know, coach. Yep. And Wayne Bennett could have said, yeah, I fucking know Kevy well, you know. Look, you know, Origin, yeah, tough time. Game one was terrible. He he made eight fucking changes to the team in that first yep. game and, you know, came back and won the series. And look, you know, he's been an assistant for, you know, me and Craig Bellamy. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. I'm sure that if he was given the chance, he'd do a great job. He could have said that. But instead, he said fucking, like, nothing. And it's not like you have to make a headline about, oh, Wayne Bennett says that they should pick kevy I mean, this is a fucking guy that presumably <laughs> did he try and fuck the MILF, the GILF? Did he <laughs> I, What did Kevin Walters do to Wayne Bennett that he wouldn't have the fucking courtesy of had such a long professional association yeah. that Wayne Bennett couldn't say, "Yeah, I think he could. Fuck, I think he could do it. He's definitely capable of doing this job." That's a thing, you know. What kind of a
1: fucking human he is? There are you, you ever meet those people who are constantly like. Constantly have A fucking agenda And there's constantly Games going on Yeah Like even when You know Okay fair enough Like you know um, I've had people that Have worked for Competitors in business Yep Right And then I've somehow Come across them In a social setting Yep Okay fair fair enough But fucking let's turn off And we're at a barbecue Yeah yeah We're going to talk For three minutes And then I'm going to go over there And you're going to go over there Yeah Let's just be fucking people Yeah (laughs) Yeah Wayne Bennett is just constantly... And that guy. The fucking chip on his shoulder... Yeah. ...about anything... And I I don't even think it's Bronco-related. I think it's purely Wayne Bennett-related. Yeah. You know?
0: But it's just so, it's so weird as well, because you'll have guys like Justin Hodges and fucking Darius Boyd or whatever, who will... Like, he's fucking saved my life and blah, blah, blah. He's done yep. this. Adam Blair, even. But then Adam Blair, the next thing, you know... He fucking takes out McCulloch and he's on the market the next week. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Seriously. Like, what a fucking car. It's like, it's like. Like, what does. What courtesy to a guy and- that won so many fucking premierships under you, coached under you as well? I mean, pre- yes. Who is more qualified to speak to that
1: guy's qualities and it's, as a it's professional? And it's sad. Yeah. It's sad because it's taking away from his. Like, if there was anyone that could just rest on his laurels, yep. It's Wayne Bennett. He's achieved, and you get those guys that
0: are, are like have been absolute cunts and hard asses their entire. But then when they sort of start to wind down, yeah, you know the the pressure's off and they've done they've achieved everything, and the pressure's yeah you know, comes off and they fucking weight off the shoulders and then they sort of start to be a yep. bit more jovial with you know in their dealings with reporters and things like that. But
1: but you know who mate, like I even heard fucking Craig Bellamy, yeah. Speaking about, now, right? Yeah. And he gave this, and it was a prepared statement because he knew they were going to ask. Yep. Um It was a politically correct, um, you know, you don't always see that happen. It's great coach. We've we've all been through tough times. Yep. I've been through tough times in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. You hate to see people's families bought into it. Yep. Yada yada yada. Yep. You know. Yep. This yeah so.
0: It's all it needs. It's all it needs. Uh, Mad Dog underscore no space. Here. Can you put out a public service announcement that the Broncos fans, over, the Bronco fans, overlords will accept our Titans underlings back if they wish?
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs> Sam, Mr. underscore Wars. At this point, the Titans will be better off with Pickle Rick San's exoskeleton at fullback than that giant hain potato. Pickle Rick, and I replied, I said, Pickle Rick would win the fucking M. Yeah. Like, that's like, exactly. with the exoskeleton. I, exactly. He would win the Dallium. I mean, he would be a fucking, he would be a, a revelation. Yeah. Can you remember, like, I mean, through the line, just the ball-playing skills would be tremendous.
1: You'd have Todd freaking out, looking through the rule book. Trying <laughs> to find a reason why a pickle can't be M Oh
0: yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So Hammers Titans fan. Uh, he, he said, "I woke up dejected, totally lost all respect for the club I've supported for the last ten years. I don't think they realise the ramifications." G- what look, I took
1: out of that tweet was fucking hell. It's been ten years. Yeah, ten years of these Titans fans. Of- you know, you you may think you don't have, you know, a lot of history, mm-hmm. D- it- and and you'd be right. But when you take the aggregate of all Gold Coast sides, no, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying here to light a candle you know, the in the darkness as yeah, a you Gold Coast yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, You say that every time, and then you, and you, know, and you then have you
1: have Preston Campbell, who superstar of the game.
0: We'll always have those Coke Zero cans with Luke Bailey and Preston Campbell. Um, Couldn't buy a Coke Zero fucking carton right? of twenty four without those cans all over them. You, <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you, you've started building towards something everyone's been through fuck times everyone the, cl- the club will get through because the NRL owns it so it can't not yeah. get through
0: or <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they could get the shit you know they, I guess they could go you know, be like oh, fuck this
1: yeah yeah um Yeah, you know, we, we had a similar thing in, in Penrith where you know thank fuck but player power started a revolt yep and you know, we got rid of Matty Elliott. The the club moves forward. You know, I'm trying to think of examples, but everyone that comes to my mind is the reverse. It's like West
0: Tigers, where it's like they're quagmired for five years. West <laughs> Tigers are
1: fucked. Um, you know, Wayne punted Wally. Yeah, and that's the reverse. Yeah, the player lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they won a premiership. <laughs> yep,
0: <laughs> fuck. Yeah. And then he fucking then he, he wasted away with fucking down in the Gold Coast. And here we are back at the Gold Coast again. We're another reminder that they ain't yeah. done shit. Um, look, yeah. If if the NRL doesn't does not choose to shutter the fucking <laughs> club or move the franchise somewhere else, what? then the club they're going to get through it. Obviously. The, the the thing is that the gold coast is such a fucking paradox of a place like undoubtedly when you look at the talent that's come from there yeah. and the schools and the juniors there like the gold coast is a fucking rugby league town right yep it, however the culture of rugby league supporting there
2: yeah
0: not so much because it's a bunch of old people that have moved there you know you yeah you've got the young the kids coming up and everything and they're starting off as Titans fans and they're growing up as Titans fans that's great that's the fucking 5,000 people that are at the games Yeah. but as, as a whole it's such a transient fucking you know heaven's waiting room whatever you call it fucking population yeah. of people who come from somewhere else and support another team and move to the Gold Coast you know when they have a sea can change I, can
1: I tell you this is that thing the Gold Coast need to take this opportunity and decide who they want to be and unfortunately the thing I think fucks this for them is this NRL approach that every team is exactly the same and requires exactly the same things mm-hmm. wherever it is. Yep. You know? If if anybody, the Gold Coast are the team that need to you know fuck off the high price tickets and yep. the, the shitty fucking triple price food. Yep. And get back to, you know what? A family because don't forget the the Gold Coast is not a wealthy area there's a lot of wealth in the Gold Coast mm-hmm. but not for the people who who live and reside there it's not the mermaid beach titans exactly they need for a family to be able to go to the titans game yep for 50 bucks or less mm-hmm. you know they need to be able to get there and get you know fucking give them just a bowl of potato chips with nothing that they, a, can
0: eat, you they, know? Can get, they can eat they can get there's no reason why they couldn't do like a combo like just, just do food for fucking real life prices like if you're going to have a combo like say we can get it like a drink and a hot dog and like a, a little tub of chips or something like that like 10 bucks it's like the same as like you pay for like you yeah, McDonald's or something for like a yeah. burger combo you just have to make it the same mm-hmm. price I mean not this fucking 24 dollars to get a fucking mini pizza and a or, drink or something yeah?
1: or you need to get into the schools mm-hmm. and for every kid in that school Give them a ticket, yep, to a game, yep, and then sell a companion adult ticket for ten bucks.
0: Well, fuck, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what um, it, how much did your schooling did you spend up here? Any? I can't remember. Uh, last year, the last year. See, fucking, this is the, the, i remember back in the day. I got to so many fucking Broncos games when they came in because I was playing footy at school. Yep. and you had that fucking QRL card. That you got everyone. Got, everyone who played got a QRL card. They still get that and now, you, and and you can say so you can get into like any game for free. Is it free? Uh, you get one a week, one a week. Because yeah. we could, just, you could just go to every. I mean, it was fantastic. True, and um, but then you
1: look at declining player numbers, yeah. especially at fucking junior level. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to do it. They they need to get out there and get them involved. Yeah, the, the, the little history that they have, they need to fucking tap Preston Campbell on the shoulder. Yeah. They need to be tapping fucking Scotty Sattler on the shoulder. Yep. And saying, you know, we we need you guys to to build a culture and a fan base. Yeah, you know, if someone's got kids down the Gold
0: Coast, I'd be very interested to hear what they do. If you know who's got who are, who are schooling in the Gold Coast,
1: what's their visibility like? What are they doing? You know, um, they, they need to be getting to to the hotels.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They they need to be getting to the big hotels and little hotels and saying, here are. A hundred fucking tickets. You know, exactly the same way it works in Vegas. If you've got something on in
0: Vegas, same way it fucking works in most. Like in Thailand, like you know, if you want to go kickboxing and shit. Like you know, they got the concierge stuff and they got stuff they can throw you tickets. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like,
1: would you like to get kickboxing the, for that
0: thing, or you want to go ping pong ball? Like, yeah, you know,
1: exactly.
0: Here, here you go. You know, we you get free ping pong ball and uh, fifty price fifty fifty percent banana. Would you? <laughs> would you like fucking <laughs> and uh, and ten uh, percent off the eel if you want. to go.
1: Would you like? Uh, <laughs> Four rings of Sting or four... For- <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, that's what it needs to be. Yeah. People people on holidays. Yep. Great. Here's these fucking tickets we got. They're double passes. They're $25. And the hotel's got a shuttle bus leaving at fucking 7 o'clock.
0: Get you in time there for the... Get know, to the fucking game. One,
1: one in time for the curtain raiser. One, go, one in time for the but main game. The, the Titans are not a fucking Broncos level mm-hmm. professional sporting organisation... That can play out of Suncorp Stadium. Correct. You know, realise who you are. Mm-hmm. Work to that. Plan accordingly. And market accordingly. You know, be proud of who you are. Because people on the Gold Coast are proud that they're not Brisbane people. Mm-hmm. It's the whole fucking reason they live on the Gold Coast. It's like
0: Fuck off the fucking hog's breath pig that yeah. walks around the house. Like
1: fuck off the, the houses, Coral
0: Homes. That house to walk around, I don't know. Fuck off the Cylons and yep. Titans. Fucking get you want a fucking guy. You want a big blow up fucking guy, with Comancheros. Yep. And then you want you want a fucking I don't know how you personify. Like how do you anthropomorphize ice? I don't know. Like a big fucking ice cube. I don't know. <laughs> embrace, <laughs> embrace the stuff that makes the Gold
1: coast the Gold Coast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So but again, th- this whole, you know, let, let's just fake it till we make it. Yeah. Fucking hasn't worked this far. <laughs> the
0: whole fucking mascot talk just reminded me when it were down at the um, Manly versus Titans game earlier in the season and the Hogs Breath fucking Pig walks around and Killer sees him and he's like, oh yeah, he knows Hogs Breath, he loves, he loves Hogs Breath and he, and he sees it and he's like, and it was wearing like a Titans thing and he's going, hey Pig, put a Manly jersey on, show some respect. <laughs>
2: oh
1: fuck Um, (laughs) wouldn't that be great though yeah see that's a way to fucking bring in fans have one one round a week Uh, sorry one round a year yeah that is team powers round
0: right okay
1: so you have to have one for home and away okay and so if you're the home team it's like you know man versus fucking nature that if you're you know if you're playing the storm yep they're allowed to set up these fucking cannons, and every time Kronk puts a bomb up, they shoot fucking hailstones down at the cunt trying to catch the ball. (laughs) Right?
0: I don't think that's going to catch on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, the, the, the Panthers would be allowed to have fucking... You know the like? I tell you what, be brass annoying. knuckles with claws on them. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> like Wolverine. Or fucking, what about fucking like the tigers? That would be pretty fucking vicious. But I will tell you what, if you're trying to catch a bomb at Town and you're getting fucking pecked by these fucking sweeping cunts. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> you know?
0: Uh, yeah. That's um. Yeah, that, that's the like the XFL compared to like the NFL. <laughs> what about
1: what's scary about a bronco? Nothing. Not in any possible way. No, they could have, right, mm-hmm. again, um, when you're in a scrum, mm-hmm. they could have a carny that leads the fucking horse rides, come out and sexually assault the players in the scrum.
0: Fuck, that's a long boat. Uh, <laughs> um. Just
1: <weighing> in overalls. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cruzy 6 so of the Titans pick long-term pain along with losing players rather than a good coach. Hash fold coast is closer to reality. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Now moving on to other some some other stuff. Oh, so Troy underscore seventy nine said, "I wish you'd stop calling Hayne a star. He hasn't done anything since 09. Would rather have Matthew Wright as my fullback. Look, I would too,
1: and I agree with you. But you would yeah, rather uh, have Matthew Wright, or you would rather they have Matthew? Watt? I would I
0: would either. I mean, <laughs> but but <laughs>
1: I'm ambivalent, but
0: well at the end of the day i mean hayne is a star doesn't yeah, star doesn't necessarily mean that you that you're fucking
1: he's not an elite player a,
0: yeah yeah he's not an elite player he's he's certainly not a future immortal. but i mean you can't argue profile wise i mean he's certainly a star uh wally frogmore um was talking he's he's talking about this one here uh, the ccc13 which would be the captain, coach, CEO, 13. And so he's gone, Roberto Farah would be in it. Yes. Absolutely. Obviously, Jared Hayne has taken the fullback spot and made it his own. Yes. Give some thought to that. I'm trying to think of who else has really fucking uh, grabbed teams by the balls and oh, bent absolutely. them to his will.
1: Paul Gallen. Yeah, I would say, I would say that's probably fair. Um, can we have one ironic selection? Go. Okay. And just have Mitchell Pearce in the halves? Because he'd be there going,
3: it's my team. Everyone says, it's my team. (laughs) Daddy.
0: Loz said, it's my team.
3: (laughs) Daddy.
0: Yeah, so so think about that. Uh, Cobra Burgers. I was testing Bluetooth soundbars at JB Hi-Fi last night with Twill from my phone. The whole store had to deal with hearing about stepdad's scissor exploits in the toilet. Fantastic. I think that that's a... uh, Like... We've had plenty of people over the, over the years accidentally have shit, you know, headphones pull out or fucking Bluetooth earpieces disconnecting and things happening like that. But to willingly go into a jpi fi connect your shit up by Bluetooth and purposely press play on an episode of this show requires a level of fucking
1: balls. Can you drop a sound bar like a mic (laughs) just walk
0: out (laughs) well that would be the best thing when you've got it going and yeah you you just you walk to the outside and sit down on the bench outside yeah in bluetooth range but outside the confines of the store and you sit there having a fucking cup of coffee and just letting it roll and like just checking your twitter account or whatever boom and then shit's going crazy in there and they're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on
1: (laughs) um my favorite story though of accidental stuff yep does come from a Tool Nation member. Okay. OG Tool Nation member. Okay. Um, look, I won't name him, <laughs> but he currently lives in Singapore. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I think and- I've got an idea who that
0: could be. You've narrowed it down. That's two people, but then you say OG, oh, it's one person. Yes. It's
1: Mr. Wars. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, I mean, if you, I'm not naming names, Sam.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he worked for a company that shall remain nameless. Uh, although you know, I guess if you if you were looking for a beach, you weren't you weren't near a coast. You were maybe in a city. Yep. And needed a beach. Yep. You would go to this beach in the city. Yep. And so he he worked for them. Yep. Uh, years and years and years. Many ago. for for
0: many years. I've many. Years.
1: Quite quite a while there. Um, that's where he was when I met him. And needed to plug his iPhone into charge mm-hmm. the very early iPhone days okay. when when everything that an iPhone did wasn't common knowledge yeah. to everybody <laughs> and so he's in the store and he's doing his stuff and he's fucking you know ordering little surfy girls around and fucking getting shit done yep. and he plugs his phone in and you remember when you used to plug an iPhone in it would auto upload everything from the phone yes, yes, yes. to the computer yep. he'd plugged it into the computer that was running the TV screens around the store. Oh, and hell. it uploaded every photo he had on his phone... Yeah. ...to the... Commi- and the types of photos that we get sent... And flashed out. them all up
0: on the screen. And, like, I don't think you need to know... You need to be spelled out the type of photos that he, he will text us. Yes. And things like that. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and so... But... That was at the fucking beginning of his career. That That is the <laughs> ultimate fucking... Yeah, what are you gonna do? Fantastic!
0: <laughs> oh, hmm. Shout out, shout out to the, and yeah, they would have uh, sold more unit unit shirts that day. I oh. guess,
1: <laughs> than otherwise, yeah. Uh, fucking, where are we? Um, that, that's how the fucking flat brim trend started. <laughs> People were in there and they were so stressed. They got the, the, the curve ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, uh, Twill Tourist, uh, Bud Smoker. I was, I was going to stop at Poo Wong. And Nana Goon, but had no time. Still went past packing. Uh, what have we got here? Uh, packing me up, her. So <laughs> he's packing him. And nice. uh, he's. Uh, he's. All, I think. I believe. I believe he's going to be in, uh, at uh, Neverland Ranch this this weekend. Fantastic. Yannis, something's going. Mateus, Wagga BP. I put unleaded in a diesel car on the weekend. Had to hire a car and drive back today. And then he's uh, still got to... It cost me about $1,000 in mechanic and car hire. Eight hours driving, but I got to represent Tool Nation. And he had a photograph with the... What's uh,
1: his current fucking handle?
0: Uh, rugby League dead to me. With oh, that's straight good. Straight through to no spaces in it. Okay. Yeah, so oh, fuck was going to be? what's going to be this week then?
1: No, I'm I'm just glad he changed it from what it was. What was it? Showing support to the fucking cunt that held up the Lint Cafe. What was it? Like, Manus Love. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah,
1: fucking what, what was it uh, after his fucking success at the free hat rallies? <laughs>
0: Look, I'm, I'm just, I'm perplexed. I mean, I know that it happens. I've heard of people putting unleaded in diesel car before, but I can't. I still, like, I don't know this. For sure. I mean, the last three or four cars I've had have been diesel. Never. I mean, it has, even if it had occurred to me to pick up the unleaded thing, does it not? It doesn't fit, does it? Yeah, it does fit. Cause yeah. I thought the I thought the sizes were such that, like you know, that to make a, you to give you pause to go. Oh, hang on a minute. The diesel bows generally
1: won't fit in an unleaded. Hop. Oh, Okay, but a unleaded will fit in. Okay. Why do you think the diesel handles are black? Why? Because they're generally bigger and thicker. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you get those fucking high flow ones. <laughs> you got your diesel petrol. Diesel, yeah, yeah. The, the those high flow ones are amazing though. Fill your yeah. car up in like about twenty seconds. Exactly, it's fantastic. But uh,
1: yeah, that, that's the, why the, the, the Bukaki fucking. <laughs> you you, you fill, up a, fill up a a Nissan or a Mazda, you got to use an eyedropper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Andy Kintz. and uh, he's a at the at the at the Raiders repping Twill Nation, and uh Bald Andy's his name. But let me tell you, I know where all your fucking hair went, mate. I mean he's got the epic the epic beard. I mean puts puts mine to shame. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got some, some bad Viking shit going on there. Good stuff. Uh, Bernard JKD, uh, it's uh yeah, we knew this was coming. It's Brat Slava, not Brat Slavia. It's fucking late, man. It happens.
1: I'm fucking Australian.
0: <laughs> I, don't I fucking care. I'll tell you though, like I mean I've got a I've got a shoulder my fucking portion of the blame there. I was so fucking tired I was just like, what? <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> without even making the connection to fucking Bratislava, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, and then Stuart Marley said, comes in with some knowledge. Bratislava, capital of Slovakia, is not is the only national capital that borders two other countries, Austria and Hungary. Hashtag Twill Trivia.
1: Oh, congratulations!
0: You Look, can use Google. This uh, this this uh, this show has now fulfilled its educational component for the week, and <laughs> and then I hope you learned something too. Uh, I underscore am underscore a underscore warrior. She sent us a photograph of his car in Japan with um, an all-black sticker on it. And he made a comment about, you know, putting the, putting the Kiwi stickers on the cars. Uh, he said, but he's put the Twill Nation one on there, too. And he's like, if anyone sees this in person and makes themselves known, I'll either buy them a beer or let them give me a blowjob. Look, that's disgusting. Mr. Wars. As the godfather of Twill tourists, it's apt I share one of me in Sicily. Watching the Broncos on the beach. Got tanned AF listening to This Week in League pre-game. And I always love seeing beaches in other countries. You think it's very, very rare you yes. see one where you go, fucking that—that's—that's that's a, that's a that beach has got nothing, you know, on, on Australian on the worst on Bribey
1: Island. <laughs> the the but, only beaches that compare to Australian beaches are those like all we do is the beach. Yeah, like we're a fucking we're a beach, and yeah. four meters of grass behind it with huts. Yeah, that's all we do.
0: I'll tell you what, there was some fucking show on TV on the weekend. I can't remember what it was. It was like one of these ones where, like those real estate ones where people are trying to buy a house in an area and the, the agents take them around and they see a couple yeah. of houses and everything. But this was an American one. And Alabama, of all places, the Gulf Coast there is fucking incredible. Really? Beach, 50 meters of pure white sand. Oh, it's unfucking believe I oh, look at them and go Jesus Christ, this is like one of the first fucking foreign beaches I've ever seen. To go, well, f- God damn that's better than fucking. <laughs> that's better than we got. Yeah. It was fucking amazing, and the water was fu- like you could see it was like it was just like white sand all the way under as well because the color of the water was fucking amazing. I mean, this is probably old now. It's full of oil, I think. But <laughs> after that, fucking
1: <laughs> isn't isn't that a fucking apt analogy for but- so <laughs> for society? <laughs> Alabama tried like fuck to keep their beaches <laughs> pristine white. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Jesus
0: Christ. movie <laughs> uh, no. writer like Alan Paul Walker. Picked up my hoodie before the shit went down. Obviously because he's in Barcelona. Yeah, he is. Fucking Clevo was yeah. in Barcelona as well. Um, stay safe, folks. Uh, photo taken at a small suburban soccer ground near my home. Uh, Fucking like, oh. well done for calling it soccer. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Mm. And, uh
1: yeah, and he it was... was uh, fucking great. What's fucking the, great? The people showing the, the support. Mm-hmm. Yes. To them. Man, you okay? I forgot you were there. Yeah. yeah. I had no fucking some idea fucking he was hand.
0: there until he, until he tweeted about it.
1: Yeah, some harrowing Which is weird because, like, we're stories. friends on Facebook
0: and shit, and, like, <laughs> I never saw that he'd gone over there in the first place. Kept on the DL.
1: Which, being friends on Facebook doesn't actually mean you're real, you know.
0: Well... I'm saying is I didn't notice a post where he said, "Oh, you know, I'm oh, jetting off. Here's a selfie, fucking with my yeah, boarding pass yeah. and going to Spain." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, oh, I didn't you. see that shit. Okay, so uh, I better unblock him. <laughs> 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 this weekend, Ben Pomeroy, uh, guy, sent through a pic uh, with the hoodies, and uh, yeah, great to see uh, you enjoying the hoodies. And let me tell you, the one thing I noticed of the photograph of the of the boys over there from Super League Pod with their this weekend league hoodies on was there's a window. And outside the window, yeah, it's fucking grey. <laughs> England, where it's twill nation hoodie weather year round. <laughs> I mean, because they're in, they're coming like to the, I guess we would, you would consider the tail end of summer. Yeah, I mean, it's not meant to be shitty yet, not yet. <laughs> yeah, you can wear it in a heatwave over there anyway. It's fantastic. Exactly. But uh, time for their weekly segment. Take it away, boys.
3: Now then lads, Tom and Mark here once again from the Super League pod ready to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL this week in Pomeroy. And we start on Thursday
4: night down at the jungle where Castleford Tigers made it official and got their name on the league leader's shield confirming their place as 2017 minor premiers following an emphatic 45-20 win over arch rivals Wakefield Trinity. Trials from ex Panthers, Zach Hardacre, four from the Evergreen, Jake Webster, and one each from Luke Gale and Greg Eden contributed to the cast total. Whilst the scoreline was rel- relatively close at half time, casts pulled clear in the second half, much to the delight of their supporters, and hoisted the shield aloft in front of a delighted home crowd.
3: So, with the minor premiers decided for 2017, our attention turns to the race for the final three semi final spots, which leads us to Friday night at Headingley, where Leeds Rhinos and St Helens produced a 16. 16- 14 win for the home side over Justin Holbrook's St Helens in the final match to be played in front of Leeds' iconic south stand. Goal kicking made the difference in this one and whilst St Helens had the better of a scrappy first half it was second half tries from Adam Cuthbertson and Ryan Hall supplemented by the goal kicking of centre Callum Watkins which got Leeds over the line in this one.
4: Meanwhile in Wigan, your world champion Wigan Warriors got their cup final preparations off to the best possible start with an easy victory over the imploding Salford Red Devils that finished 42-6 to the Warriors. With Salford looking a shadow of their early season selves Wigan took full advantage of a seemingly unlimited number of free spins on the Red Devils defensive turnstile and benefited from scores by Frank Paul the occasional wrecking ball England captain Sean O'Loughlin and a brace from ex-Souths and Roosters winger Joe Burgess Sam Powell Liam Farrell George Williams and the impressive youngster Liam Marshall also got in on the action as Wigan now look ahead to Wembley
3: date with Hull FC And it's to Hull that we now turn our attention because at the same time as Wigan was serving notice that their cup fire preparations are well in hand Hull was setting about lulling the Cherry and Whites into a false sense of security by going down in style 18 points to 46 against the Huddersfield Giants Gareth Ellis marks his a millionth appearance with a try and that was as good as things got for Hull Huddersfield out-infused the cup finalists in every facet of the game and rightly came away with the spoils thanks in parts to try from Diamond McIntosh and a hat-trick from the physio's favourite table warmer Lee Gaskell looking ahead Hull need to fix up on stupid errors and their attitude to defence if they're going to have any hope of returning the Challenge Cup next weekend.
4: So, with the Super 8s wrapped up for a couple of weeks, the qualifiers took centre stage. On Saturday, Warrington maintained their 100% record but looked far from impressive in beating part timers Halifax 22 points to 8. Later that afternoon, the Catalan Dragons took another step backwards to the million pound game, going down 6 to 30 against the Lee Centurions in a game neither could really afford to lose. Then, on Sunday afternoon, London gave it a right good go but couldn't quite get over the top of the Championship's topside Hulk KR, eventually going down 35-30 on Humberside. And in the final game of the weekend, witness Vikings made predictably short work of part-timers Featherstone Rovers, beating the flat cappers by 58 points to 10 at the Select
3: Security Stadium. So, looking at the standings will make happy reading for Castleford fans who seen, see their team crowned minor premiers with an insurmountable 44 points. And whilst Leeds sit fairly comfortably in second place, their 34 points only sees them three clear of third-placed Hull on 31. Wakefield occupy fourth spot at the moment on 28 points, one clear of Saints and... And Wigan, who both have 27 in 5th and 6th place respectively. Salford continue to nosedive and are now only 1 point clear of Huddersfield with those two sides on 26 and 25 points. And whilst there are still plenty of twists and turns ahead in the qualifiers, things are now starting to take shape. Tony Smith's Warrington and Tim Sheen's Hull KR boast perfect records on 6 points each. and They're followed by Widness and Lee who both have 4 points apiece. Steve McNamara's Catalan Dragons sit in 5th spot on 2 points with London, Fev Rovers and Halifax looking likely to return to the championship for another good around in 2018
0: got an email this week and uh it's a some good news finally in the in the world of rugby league uh from jimmy pop who has who as we saw last week had just taken the lead i believe in the tipping competition or was, you know, a share of the mm. lead <clears throat> so you remember jimmy pop he emailed us last year about the the brain tumor thing yes so I got an email from him. He said, Hey, boys, nice ep. Just wanted to confirm the good names from the Bloodhound Gang. Loved them growing
1: up. Good stuff.
0: P.S. I forgot to tell you, uh, to let you fellas know that I'm all clear now with the brain tumor. Shrunk it naturally, and recent scans have confirmed I'm definitely all clear. That I is pl- completely forgot fantastic. to let you boys know, and thought I'd take the opportunity to uh, now let you know and shed some light on my and uh, Keep up the good work. That's fucking great news, mate. Because uh, it's one of those things like I, I'd, I'd wondered how it was going, but you know, it's one of those things like, how do you. How do you broach the... You know what I mean? Like, you know, I didn't want to...
1: Yeah. How's that fucking terminal
0: condition? Yeah. yeah. How's this, uh, is it... Is it... Because uh, I'm sure that's something... Terminally, you know, you know, for you? sure
1: that's something you'd like to discuss uh, unprompted. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, exactly. So that's, that's fucking... That's amazing. Uh, that's fantastic news. And uh, it's so great. good to hear. Um, okay. Now, memberships. There's a limited release of the stuff left. I've put up... Basically, if you look on the membership page on the website now, thisweekinleague.com, you'll see that there's uh, the... The memberships there, and there, are, there's like a drop down for, like color and size, like green, you know, two XL or whatever, and so whatever's on that drop down, that's all that's left, and it's uh, and the inventory's in there, so they'll disappear as they as they become available or, or unavailable, and and that's it, that's all that's left now. I also, when I was doing it, I was doing a bit of a uh, a cleanout uh, down here on the weekend, and um, I found a couple of undefeated shirts. Oof. From last day. So I've thrown them up on there as well if people want to grab those. And we've got tons of things like, you know, the keychains and stickers and uh, the wristbands, uh, the silicon wristbands from last year. So what I'm going to do, I put, I'm going to put them together in a pack, like those three things, or, you know, a couple of mm-hmm. stickers and whatever. And, uh, and I'll put them up there as well. So if uh, people want to support the show at a lower, lower price point, then that's great. You can Fu- go.
1: Did we. Um- did we ever end up sending a prize to the Kokomo guy? No. Well, we need to fucking I'll figure sort that out. Yep, okay. yep, definitely got to do that.
0: Just- so uh, Kokomo guy on Facebook, please DM uh, or PM or whatever it is on Facebook. Send us a message with um with your address details and that, man. We'll hook you up. So we'll hook you up with some shit. Um, and uh, what else? Yeah, Solzy sent us a, pic- a picture of his cats laying all over his over his hoodie. So, um, look, I'm not going to lie, I intended these... This apparel to be pussy magnets But not quite what I had in mind And uh Dev uh, Devon Head OG One of the OG, The OG of OGs mm. First time I've worn my this week in Hoodie whilst sober And it's comfy as fuck
1: Well You know the good thing Dev You can pull the hoodie All the way over your face You can string it up And Use it to cover your nose Just in case anybody that's in your house Stinks or just in case your spouse partner significant other passes wind in front of you? You know? Wow. Well, just so you know what to do if that ever happens. That's very inside baseball.
0: But yeah. Dev's had some... What's inside baseball? <laughs> the, whole, the, what, visitor situa- the visitor stink? situation. Oh, that- right.
1: that- I thought you meant that the inside of a baseball stinks. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. <laughs>
0: This week, in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobiles. League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match matchday information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. And don't forget to follow at Sportsmate at our League Live on Twitter. And uh, the latter, which they'll be, uh, you know, they tweet from. And it's funny they're they almost like trolling now, talking about like you know oh, preempting refs' fault and love stuff. It fucking hilarious so uh that's it's it's definitely a companion account to the fucking <laughs> to the show it's great to see them getting in the spirit of things now we we are on a severe time crunch at the moment so we'll blast through these um apologies I can't uh, do any tweets this week just don't have the time but I want to get through to all the games so
1: ah uh, look dude do tweets if they're fantastic. Uh,
0: f- I will see. I mean, what, I mean, we're fucking under severe time crunch here, right? No, we got, right. we got a blast. We got like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, something uh-huh. like so. Look, um, you know,
1: I do, I do this um, by choice, so. <laughs> Happy to sacrifice other parts of my life. <laughs> yeah.
0: Parramatta Eels, 30, defeated the Gold Coast. Titans, 8 at ANZ. A fucking paltry crowd of under 7,000 in attendance. The Eels had tries to uh, Mariah Alvaro, a double to Will Smith and uh, Semi of course, with his try. Mitchell Moses, 5 of 5 conversions. The Titans, 8, came from tries to, uh, how do you fucking pronounce that name? Nakubuai and uh, Zilman. The Zilman, of course. <laughs> of course, Zilman. Um, and yeah, that's it. No conversions, unfortunately, for uh, either Roberts or LG, who both had attempts.
1: Yeah, it's um, un- unfortunate that Titans couldn't couldn't pull it together for this one. You know, the after the being under siege for for the week or, or the two weeks before it, um, I I thought that it would have been a good opportunity for those senior players to come together and say, okay, we we need to get out there and salvage some pride. Um, Parramatta, on the other hand, uh, are really starting to find some form around their middle. You know, they've they've been the toilers this year. Uh, And if you look at them, you know, they they lost Kaiser
2: Uh
1: earlier in the year. Yep. Um, So they they haven't had the smoothest run. They had a a mid-year introduction of a half. Um, But but that team, uh, I think, Brad Arthur, if he's done nothing else, um, has either bought them together incredibly well or he's just been incredibly lucky that that he's stumbled upon a group of players who who are playing for each other, you know, who who get in there and get it.
0: I think that that's I think that's that that sort of thing I think can come from, you know I feel with these guys it's come from being coached because they've had to navigate the the shit last year, mm-hmm. which can be, you know, not just disruptive, but like destructive. Yep. And uh, and so oh, that's a function of coach. I think he uh, he's he's built that yep. rather than had it happen for him.
1: Yeah. But you know, it, if you look again at at the story of execution,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because Parramatta were were by no means perfect in this game. Yep. You know they they're vying for a top four position, mm-hmm. and and they were completing it at seventy five percent against a much weaker opposition. Yeah. Um. But Parramatta pulled thirty points out of twenty seven complete sets, yep the Titans had thirty two complete sets and pulled eight points mm-hmm. out of it
0: there's a lot to be said for the i mean it's it's funny this whole this whole completion thing we've seen it a lot of times this year, yeah where it's like a team that's going to get in all these completions mm-hmm. and it's and it's funny like the way that that over at, over at the Warriors for example, yep I mean
1: all they have to do is complete and yeah, do they dominate
0: no, un- unfortunately unfortunately not i mean because they, you know, they they complete like a motherfucker but it's totally re- totally uh, removed their mm. uh you know their natural their thing you know that, that allows them to score points mm.
1: so um i again i think they're going into the finals um Paramount would be very happy where they are there's enough momentum there
0: yeah i still so, feel i still don't feel like they are a team that's going to challenge it all. I feel like there's teams on both sides of them on the ladder at the moment that, that are you know far more likely.
1: They you are know, they are very much a Jekyll and Hyde team. I but think. they're
0: very under, but they're very under the radar though as well. I mean, you know who knows when when the shit goes down and actually mm. and you know shit's going to go down this week. You know they'll get, they'll get a chance mm-hmm. to show what they've got and uh, <clears throat> especially when it's like a revenge game as well for you know their opponent. Mm-hmm. But um, you know we shall we shall see.
1: We look at, you know, that, and that That's a fantastic point. Look at how they played against Brisbane the last mm-hmm. time they met them. Yeah. They were almost flawless. And they lost 29-10 to the fucking Knights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So exactly.
2: <clears throat>
1: okay, um, I am a blast through these.
0: South Sydney Rabbitohs, 36 to feed the Warriors, 18. Fucking just over 6,000. ANZ Stadium, like, dead set, mate. Fucking... <laughs> Delete your fucking crowd career, mate. Yeah. (laughs) uh, 6,213. So that's two games with, you know, 13,000 in the first first fucking Jesus Christ. Um, Rabideaus, though, 36. Hat trick to Johnson. Reynolds, Murray, Cody Walker also with tries. Reynolds, four of six conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Warriors, 18, had double to RTS. Mannering also with a try. Isaac, Luke, three of three conversions.
1: Yeah. Fuck, I'll tell you what. Another team... That needs to to realise and understand mm-hmm. that they are not a giant stadium, fucking super crowd team. Yep, and get back to their fucking roots. This
0: this big stadium policy. Ugh. And then you see you see the, the you know scenes at fucking Brookie, you know the other week when it was like you know Old Boys Day, and then yeah. and when they're playing East there, and then and fucking scenes at Lycard yep. fucking uh, you know where it's... It wouldn't have been a sellout, but it was fucking a lot of people there, and like yeah. it felt packed, and it, yeah. and the the atmosphere was you know fantastic. Uh, you know there are, good, there are there are suburban grounds or local grounds where it's not okay. So I mean, doing a good job as well um, with the, with that. When when they're full, they're fucking great, and you know what? They might only be twice as many people as they are at like ANZ Stadium, uh-huh. but they. Twice as many, twelve thousand people in ANZ Stadium doesn't fucking. It's not a fucking tip on an iceberg. It doesn't. It doesn't. It still looks like an empty cavernous fucking stadium.
1: Yep. Exactly. So, uh,
0: and it's. I don't know. I mean, like, do they, do they give a fuck about that perception? You know, when you watch it on TV and go, "Fuck, that's empty." Do they yeah. care? I don't know. I mean, like, you know, rugby league's fantastic to watch on TV, and you know, it's, uh, I don't know. But, I'll tell uh, you
1: what. I'm. I'm definitely when I'm watching on television. Mm-hmm. I'm much more engaged in a game. Yep. Where the crowd's engaged. Yep. Because the the perception is, especially with sport, that you are an extension of the crowd. Yep. And if you're at a game and there's fucking no one there, like you watch Roosters games. Yep. And there's like it's even worse because they don't even they're not even smart enough to do the Titans thing and close off ends. Yeah. Yeah. So you get like four people sitting over there, and then there's three people yeah. know, in the corner.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, it's one thing to be smart and close off ends, but I mean, you want to put fucking tarp or something with some advertising over it because. What you do have Get then is what you do have then is a guy lining up a conversion, and you've got literally fucking zero people in the crowd yeah. on the on the picture, you know. It's, and you know, you know what it, I mean. You know, you know what it is. You know they've closed yeah. off the ends, but still, it's fucking shit. Look, like it just looks terrible yeah. to see all these seats. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, the game. i <laughs> <laughs> I've got. i my fucking stopwatch app. I'm fucking time. Oh,
1: fuck. I'm. I'm timing you. Um, look, the you know, south of. Finally discovered that if they they play with a little bit of excitement and energy, then then the fucking size of them yeah. is going to get them sixty percent of the way home against a lot of teams. Yeah, um, and it was
0: me. it was a second half thing for them for a while there, where yeah, you know, where they'd come out second half and just yeah, blitz an and it. but But uh, now they're starting to really pull it out a little bit earlier. You
1: know, um, the you know a couple of couple of crucial injuries there at the end. Mm-hmm. Doesn't they're not going to play finals, so you know their guys will get a an early off season. They can limp and barley, yeah, get fucking rehabbed. Um, yeah. Warriors are my disappointment of two thousand. I
0: think they. I think they're, I think they're almost everybody's disappointment.
1: Um. Yeah. So, I feel sorry for the Titans, but the Warriors are my disappointment. Yeah,
0: I don't feel sorry for the Warriors at all. And I don't know if it's like a Kiwi thing.
1: No, I said I feel sorry for the Titans.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was say, like I don't, I don't. Yeah, I feel a little bit sorry for the Titans as well, but I don't. Yeah, it's funny. I Never, never felt that way for the Warriors,
1: though. Look, I, I, I did. It's now at the stage where they, it's the same thing over and over and over. So you just
0: brought on yourself, you know, deal with it. Mm. Broncos twenty four to feed the Dragons twelve at Suncorp. Good crowd for the weekend. First one thirty one 31,832 in attendance. Mm. Broncos twenty four came from a double to Glenn. Uh, we had Milford Kahua and Oates with tries as well, and Milford night on the boot two of five conversions. The Dragons twelve came from tries <laughs> to Bourne and Lafaye with up two of two.
1: Corey Oates has been a uh, a good addition back to that team. Like, you know, he's a yep. quality player and he's played yep. state of origin and yep. there was no doubt on his talent. No, not at all. Um, but that little fucking combo, he's starting with Moga, just to have two guys of their size and strength out there yep. is a, a fucking scary prospect. Yeah. And then you, you throw in there, Milford's starting to run the ball a little bit more. Yep. Um, and and that that edge that whole side is going to be very very worrying. Yeah. Um, the the Broncos are, you know, I guess a little bit flashier this year.
0: I hate to say it, but then when they're they're starting, they're starting to like gear up at the right time. You know what I
1: mean? I, look, I, I don't hate to say it. I'll, I'll give give credit where it's due. It it doesn't mean that they're not still an absolute pack of cards. <laughs> exactly. But they're playing some very very good football. Yeah. And, and they're playing it off the back of their forward pack, you know. Um, Blair's getting a lot of shit out there at the moment. But I think he's done a fantastic job this year, you know, with putting pressure on kickers. Yep. Um, everyone's going to bitch when their kicker gets fucking hit by him. But, you know, he, he's out there. He's doing a job. Yep. Um, even a, the loss of their hooker, which, with a with hooker that was that important to the team... Most teams like that'd be an excuse to fucking drop two places on the ladder. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, that that Brisbane team, they they are definitely, I would say, um, under Melbourne the form team of the competition. I
0: would be inclined to uh, inclined to agree.
1: Which is why they're in second place on the ladder, I guess.
0: Well, it's it's, it's not just uh, yeah, figures but they actually yeah, they are. are in that mm-hmm. position and yeah. they actually deserve to be in that position. It's funny when you can when you think of the, the Broncos. As opposed to East, who they're kind of, you know, vying for that second place on the ladder, you know, coming mm. into the season. Mm. I feel like there's a massive gulf between those two sides. Like, mm. consistency, and I think, like, yeah. top level, like, you know, what the top level they can ach- oh. each team can achieve.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. If you look at Manly, who are in eighth. Yep. And you look at Brisbane, who are in second. Right? Yep. From the the difference in them is six points. Which is crazy, really. So there are three games, mm-hmm. one or lost. Yep. That separate eighth from second. Yep. So everyone's saying that you know there's the top four and then daylight. Fuck it. There's Melbourne. It's a
0: very yeah. There's Melbourne and daylight. Because Melbourne, there's like what another three between Melbourne and second, right?
1: There's another three yeah. wins between Melbourne yeah. and second. You know. So it's very, you have
0: incredibly close competition between, yeah. you know, especially if teams that fucking you know won the games they should have won. Well done, <laughs> Uh, the Melbourne Storm speaking of the devil Melbourne Storm 44 defeated the Newcastle Knights 12 in Newcastle crowd. good crowd just over touch over Mm. 16,000 the Storm uh, tries to Scott Finucane hat-trick the Croft uh, Chambers and uh, Gooney and uh, Asafa Solomona Solomona. Uh, 6 of 8 conversions for Cameron Smith and uh, the Knights their 12 points came from tries to Fitzgibbon and Wardle and Hodkinson 2 of 2 conversions
1: um Again, every fucking week, there's something that scares me about this fucking Storm team.
0: Honeymoon's over for the little the little fucking... the little newies that could.
1: <laughs> there are. <laughs> mm. Oh, in the beginning of this game, Melbourne were uncharacteristically off their game. You know, there were some penalties they gave away that, that you generally don't see. Um, you know, Cronk gave away a couple of seven tackle sets. Yep. And, you know, he was obviously... Filthy on himself um the you know, a couple of drop balls that seemed that they were just pushing things a little bit, and that kept Newcastle right in this game
0: yeah
1: Newcastle are playing purely on on excitement and energy and passion at the moment mm. um, and that's fantastic for them because that that's a good a good building block uh, but Melbourne were smart enough as they always are to just okay, fuck we're off here.
0: They can ride that shit out with basics and elemental level of play, and And, then, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and you you see it. They've gone from this, okay, we're going to do this, and it was almost like they thought, fucking, here's a chance to really get on the autobahn and just (laughs) floor it. But um, then it was, okay, fucking just reel that shit in, Yep. reel that shit in, and then they ended up earning the right to put points on the board, and just blew them off the park, so...
0: Yeah, and no, it's, it's it's unfortunate for Knights the the way that they've progressed over the last month. It's unfortunate that that it, it had to be like an absolute analing rather than you know rather than just a you know a loss. But uh, well, I, I think there's if, the gulf between we're talking about you're talking about like second oh, yeah. to eighth. There's there's first to fucking
1: sixteenth right there. But I think if Brownie's smart, he'll take patches of that game. Yep, and and you know you, you have him in review and say. Look, one of those teams is first and one of those teams is last. Yeah. There were times when Newcastle yep. had the momentum and they were well on top. Yeah. Didn't happen for 80 minutes. No, no. But there's, there's enough positives and it wasn't there. for long when it was. But yeah. Uh, what's, what's a vine? 10 seconds? <laughs> Six.
0: Of, yeah. so, they were, so, so they were vine champions. Newcastle vines. <laughs> um. West, uh, sorry, the Roosters 22 to feed the West Tigers 18 at Allianz uh a crowd of just under 10,000. And who would have thought that would have been the fucking crowd that yeah. was, wasn't nearly the shittiest of the weekend. Uh, the Roosters had tries to Pierce, Aguera Orbison, Mitch, and uh, Latrell Mitchell. Uh, Gordon, three or four conversions. Uh, the Tigers 18 came from tries to uh, Aloy, Lola Haya and Tedesco, with Alola getting three from three conversions. It... Hey, that- Games like this... It was last week all over again, except the yeah, Roosters yeah. didn't fucking let it go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they did. Um, you know, I, I like getting a reminder of how good players are. Yeah. And this game was James Tedesco's, you know, I'm still here. It's his goodbye, his little goodbye letter to the West Tigers. That's it. So, um,
0: it... Um, a lot of hay is coming along as well. I mean, I'm not sure what the deal with him at fullback is going to be next year I mean cuz he's actually you know they've bought players to fill other positions and you know the presumption is that he's he'll be dropping back to fullback but I mean he's he's fitting in kind of good where did, he is you know did that ever come from the club though it just I don't I haven't seen anything official but it's not something that clubs really come out and say either it just sort of happens when you know the team lineup is announced you know next year in round 1 or whatever yeah. or in trial games but it seems to be what all the fans who follow their own club much well, more closely than I follow their club? Yeah. It seems to be what they're they're uh, expecting and saying. So that's just, what I'm working on.
1: Well, the, the, there's so many fucking uncertainties. Like the you know Brooks Brooks will start in the halves. Yeah, You'd absolutely. Be pretty sure yeah. of that. Yep. Does he play Reynolds as a halves partner or does he play Reynolds at nine? Yeah. You know, I don't know if yeah. Does he have Does he play Lola here as a Darius Boyd style fullback? You know, where where he's just the the final pass in in backline movements is that why he's playing him there this year to give him some experience yeah but he doesn't want to you know that's that's I not know. that's it's,
0: not the last guy yeah that, you I'm, know that's the, the, that's the, the you know more the Brett Stewart one who's in you know like three or four in and chimes in and you know I, yeah oh no, no and I play, know, yeah
1: and, and does a bit of ball play I'm, so I'm t- I'm trying to just adhere to the the whole the simplest explanation is often the correct one yeah yeah um, I've got a feeling that he's that. Oof.
0: He's uh, was it? Uh, there was a whole thing like whether he was promised the the one or, or not uh, earlier when he came. That out. was the issue because yeah. then they were looking
1: at um, what's his name from the Roosters. Yeah, who didn't
0: end up there? But yeah, I, th- I, th- I think he'll probably be there. But it's just it's just strange because I mean it's it. I mean I know their fans are really they're really hopeful for next year. Like oh, it's amazing we bring all these players in. But they're actually starting to tick over, uh, you know, pretty well at the moment, and they're going to have such bulk changes when all these new guys come yeah. in. I mean, it's it's certainly going to upset the... I mean, it, it's great and it's promising and everything that, I mean, not, you know, Tedesco had a fantastic game on this occasion, but he's not But he's not the you know, instigator of everything at the moment, which is great yeah. because, okay, you can't count on him for next year. But there's a lot of fucking changes coming in and, like, Josh Reynolds coming in when there's halves that are kind of working at the moment. Yeah. And Josh Reynolds is about as far away from like a Lolo Hayo hey, as, <laughs> as, as you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so it would be interesting to see well, yeah, what sort of side they are but um, look it, <sighs> I'm
1: I'm not sure that um, Ivan's found his long-term hooker yet. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, uh, I mean like, McCulrick isn't great but he's in there because of the injury to, to um, Little or whatever. Yeah. So, and like it feels like that little's the the guy, but uh, you know they've, they've brought Reynolds over, and it just makes me feel like you know is he like are they looking back on that purchase now thinking well fuck you know at the time it was yeah. it was a good purchase but now look at the way the club the, the way they're performing
1: is we it, d- we didn't have Lallana at the time yeah we saw yeah him we, didn't, we didn't have
0: him at the time and uh, and even and and now he's that's just kind of working out like
1: with little like he did his apprenticeship under Robbie though didn't he.
0: Oh yes, oh so what are you saying?
1: Well, if you met a girl, yeah, and her ex-boyfriend had AIDS, <laughs> <do> you know, <laughs> do, you, do you play fucking AIDS roulette? <laughs> Just saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying.
1: Um, <laughs> okay, Your thoughts on the elbow. Two dads. <sighs> look.
0: What was the what was the end result of that? Was it just, was a fine? Was it fine?
1: No, was nothing. Early, at all? early plea. He'll get some carryover points. Will miss no games oh. and have no fine.
0: I for thought that, I thought that, I thought there was going to be a fine and, then, in the and, face. and 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 at a fine level, I was outraged. Mm. So the fact that it's actually nothing mm. is uh, for letters is uh, yeah, and, and like especially when it's a dude that like has a storied history. I mean, he's not Adrian Morley, but, I mean, he's not fucking clean either.
1: Did he but, get a mention in the grub team?
0: He probably should have. I mean, I'm sure... I Surely someone did.
1: Because that that's grubby. And that is the kind that's of grubby... That's niggle. And that's the shit he does fucking, is kind of
0: that grubby. Yeah. And he, it, that that constant pest mentality. But, like, pest who's got some brawn behind it as well. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Look, I, it, it's it's bullshit. I mean, and I've seen Twitter's been outraged, and, you know, and rightfully so. I think...
1: Um, I, I just can't fucking wait until... It, it It is just black and white that if you contact the head with an elbow... Yeah. You are charged with this and you miss this. Yeah, they'll never do you know? that, though. Since since when did fucking tripping become... Look, just fucking contribute to our Christmas party. Do you remember when tripping was like... It was like send-off. Yeah. You're gone. Not even send-off, but fucking cunts will be there from in the car park. Yeah. You know, it, it was... It's like... Uh, Josh Reynolds is like he's, he's fucking
0: normalized tripping or something, or something like that. He's like defanged it. He's like the alt right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you just keep tripping long enough. They can't keep, they can't, uh, well, you know, they can suspend someone out of a sport, but they choose not to. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh Sharks, 26. Defeated the Cowboys 16 at 1,300 teeth. of just over 15,500 in attendance. The uh, Sharks 26 came from tries to Braley, Gallon, Townsend and Holmes. Maloney 4-4 four four conversions and a penalty goal. And the Cowboys 16 came from tries two to Tamari Martin, Lowe and Morgan. And uh, Lowe 2 of 2 conversions.
1: Yeah, I, I was disappointed in the Cap- Cowboys here. Um, well,
0: Braley returning to the Sharks, I think, is finally... I don't know, like... It's got them. It's got them together more. He was definitely missed, and like it's funny because sigiaro is like a. He's a great player, clearly, mm. right? but it's there's a big there's a lot to be said for like fit. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: And Look, I, I love sigiaro and the, I love the style he plays, but let's not forget he he came to fame behind that super North Queensland Cowboys forward pack.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That was how he he rose to start him and he was you know origin talk about him and it was the next big thing. He he's ended up at the Panthers and and everyone was astonished. Fucking why did we let that guy go? Why did they you know, we certainly didn't have the the Cowboys quality pack for him to play behind. Yep. And and I think if you're a team that's dominating on the field already, you can afford to have your hooker have that attacking flamboyance. Yep. Whereas if you're a team that needs to be led around the park, you need your hooker to be smarter about the game. And I'm yep. not sure Seguiaro is that planner, yep. director.
0: And this Sharks side, uh, and the, uh, this successful Sharks side, is predicated on the latter type of, yep. of hooker. 100%. So, uh, but look, you know, look, the, the Sharks went up there, it's always a tough away game up there. Uh and they did. They did a great job, mm. and they got you know somewhat back on track. Cause, I mean, they you know they they copped it in Brisbane, yeah. And, they did, and although they're you know they're not looking they they weren't looking shaky at all. I mean, this was this was another game against another a uh, top eight, you know. I guess peer, and uh, yeah, fuck they they got it done, and the Cowboys now.
1: What is it with Cowboys and arm injuries? I don't
0: know. I, cou- I couldn't even speculate. I, I can't even think of a joke about. It. <laughs>
1: Like, you know, too much strain on left arm from fucking mm. holding the reins and throwing the other one, to holding the hat with the other one. Yeah. So,
0: which but, is a strength arm. He says it'd be the right arm that'd be weak because the other one would be built up like a fucking...
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> um, fucking, how, how tough's that though? Yeah. Poor old Pongy as well. Kid gets yeah. his fucking, you know, let let in from the wilderness.
0: I mean, they have to lose a fucking lot of troops to you know, to let him in. It just, it seems, like, I, I get it. Believe me, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've had this discussion on the show. Yep. Like, oh, you know, play him, in the, play him as prop. <laughs> burn him out. Like, <laughs> destroy him. But, having said that, young kids are impressionable and contracts don't mean shit. So, if you were to show this kid yeah. a good time for a year, make him, just show him some
1: fucking love. That was like... Um, try and get him to backflip. Do, do you ever watch that uh, on the couch with Sturlo? No, thing?
0: never. I don't watch a minute of rugby programming outside of games.
1: I, I like Sturlo. I just don't. I, I just honestly and don't mo- have the time. most of them are throwbacks. Yep. You know, like, yeah. like they have like fucking great players from the 70s and 80s yep. and, um, you know, Ray Price was on there. Yep. But that's the other day, that just yeah. fucking fantastic to watch. And he had James Tedesco on there. Okay. And they're talking about his fucking backflip on his Canberra deal like it... Like, it wasn't an actual fucking thing. Like, it was just a... Oh, did, oh I remember you know, that time you punched Cameron. Yeah, like... Like, <laughs> fucking Oh, it. you sure showed them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah. That's that's
1: crazy. I had no idea where you were but, going um, with that then, but uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think um, C- Cronulla are starting to pull together at the right time.
0: They are. And, uh, you yeah, know, they fucking got to. I mean, this, this this competition... I mean, we've said before, it's, it's kind of like it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a battle to play the Storm in the grand final...
1: And you remember, it's not the same Sharks team as last year. They've lost some fucking key talents. Oh, yeah. But they, they got done by a fucking good margin by the storm around 26 last year. Yep. You know, yep. so... You know, exactly. Might, might not be dead in the water.
0: Yep. Okay, speaking of dead in the water, the Panthers-Panthers 26, defeat the Raiders 22. In Canberra, just under fifteen thousand, the Panthers tries to Blake Cleary Mansour in May. Cleary four or four conversions and a penalty goal, and the Raiders tries to Kotrick Papali, Whiten and, and Tapanay. Uh, Croker three of four conversions.
1: Bittersweet victory.
0: It's Why? What? What's the bittersweet part
1: for you? Look, the Penrith uh, are one of or, or a narrative team at the moment. Yes. On the back of Nathan Cleary. Yes. You know, uh, he's young, he's going to be the uh, youngest, highest point scorer. Now, I'm not taking away from this kid and his kidney's achievements, but there's a reason why top point scorer isn't really a thing in yeah. rugby league. It's because depending on the team, one player out of each team has the opportunity to score, you know.
0: Almost certainly, unless you're like this massive outlier, outlier yeah. like, you know, Vunivalu or something, and you're going up in fours, you've still got to score a fucking lot of tries to, to look at even getting exactly. seen on that list. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, so I don't think there's a player this year that's scoring a try game. No. And and you would assume as a goal kicker you'd want to be kicking, you know, at least two. Two, two, two yeah. You know? you think. Only Canterbury scoring under 12 points a game average.
0: And generally speaking as well, not always, but generally speaking, like a goal kick is always like a sort of a playmaking position guy anyway, so he's yeah. he's jagging the tr- he'll try here and there That's as well, it, yeah.
1: so... Um, they're the, the fucking narrative team at the moment. Yep. They missed 50 fucking tackles on the weekend. And I know the Raiders are a big pack and they're a... A dominant pack, and do
0: you know where they where they mostly were? Because it just felt to me like that, that Penrith were 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 pretty good through the through most parts of the field, but it just felt like when Canberra were down there with a chance to score, boom, they scored. Yes, and they were their own worst enemy in the sense that they yeah you know, they made so many errors and things like that that they didn't give themselves that many opportunities to do that. But when they were down there, it felt like it was very that, it came very easily for yes, them. Yes,
1: that's what worries me about Penrith. They're fucking vulnerable on their goal line. Yep. The style defence they're playing at the moment relies on them getting up very quickly and yep. very aggressively. But the forward line speed means that you must hit and stick. stick Initial yep. contact by yep. the first tackler yep. must hit and stick. Yep. Now, they're utilising their, their, their strengths, you know, they've got a lot of speed and yep. agility out there, but if the first contact doesn't stick, they're covering well. Yeah. But they're losing seven or eight meters on that cover. They're bringing the guy down,
0: and you don't have the opportunity to do that cover you, yeah. when you're doing it ten meters out. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, four or five meters. Fuck up. Yeah, they're in and they're scoring. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um. And, and it's it, it's one of the frustrations I have that well, you know, fucking do different things at different times. How how is there not somebody in charge of this team that's saying to them? These are the defensive lines... For this portion... When we're this, trying yeah. to pin them. Yep. And then in the middle of the field, that's fine. We yep. can relax a bit and try and... You know, goal line, we're going to do this. Yeah. It, it... Anyway. Um, look, at, at the end of the day, they stuck in there. And, and the big men really stood up. I was so impressed with Nathan Cleary and his grit. Um, you know, he had trice over on Cohen Hess last week. Mm-hmm. And they targeted him. Yeah. And it's not like they were just saying, oh, okay, let's fucking throw a bit of traffic his way. He had fucking Dave Taylor and Jeff Papali running at him. Yep, yep. And those guys are in form, they're fucking big, and they're difficult to tackle.
0: Fucking Dave Taylor. That guy is just the biggest waste of fucking potential and talent possibly ever. hmm it's, I mean, I know he's like, he's front of mind at the moment, so it's just like, it's hard to think, think of who else, but I mean, he is up there for the wasted talent all-stars because I mean, he shows some fucking amazing, sort a of quote from someone through the week, someone uh, from who was down at the, the, the AIS and you know, back in the day when mm. he was, you know, coming up and they're like, and they'd say, you know, who's the, who's the guy, you yeah. know, who's the guy we got to watch out for? And he's like, this is Dave Taylor has got fucking yeah. like, he's like Beats and fucking yeah. Mark II, except mentally, I just don't think he's got it. Mm. Like he just, he just, as a trainer, you know, just just being together, you know, just doesn't, imagine if you had the work ethic of like fucking, <laughs> and I'm trying to think of some plotter who's who's like does the, rings every fucking drop of talent out of him.
1: That yeah. guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. fuck well, even the fucking work ethic of, Jonathan Thurston or Cooper Cronk? They don't have to be shit players.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean... You know? Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, like, uh, I mean, he's, he's had the lifeline in Canberra, but I don't know if there's anyone down there who is, like, a inspiring role model for him on that front. Yeah. And let's face it, he had his time at the Broncos where there was plenty of that going on. Yeah. So, if it was ever going to take... Yeah. yeah. It would, you would think it would have taken there. Yeah.
1: But, um... um but, you know... Uh, Again, like like Souths, yep. unfortunate for Canberra and their fans that they've picked this time of year to start showing something. If, if they'd have played this style or or level of football for for the whole year, start three weeks earlier and they're in the mix. Exactly. Well and truly. look, they're still not out.
0: Yeah, they're they're, they're the, at the most mathematical of mathematical things. They they require teams to lose like you know every game, and like it's possi- it's possible for the Cowboys. Possible. Well, the Cowboys play Brisbane. Yeah, the Brisbane. I'm, I've got that down as a, that's a loss yeah. for the Cowboys, right? And they got the Tigers this week. So if they lose in, both
1: in, games, in Cam- yeah, and the Raiders win both win games, win both games,
0: yeah, yeah. But it's 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 mathem- the, you know because you also got the Dragons in there as well,
1: and who are what, ahead who are ahead of them. We've seen what Raiders do when. they I mean
0: the dra- count. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. I mean they can't count the three, can they count the two? And then you've got the. Um, You've got the, the dragons in there. If they, if they somehow manage to, to... To jag two. To jag two wins, yeah. then it doesn't matter what Canberra do. So so they're in yeah. the most difficult mathematical territory that you can be in at the moment because mm. not only is it like you control your own destiny, it's yeah. like three other destinies have to align with yeah, your destiny to it. even give you a chance. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah and, and again, you you look at the, the end of this game, Penrith made five errors. Mm-hmm. Canberra made 15 errors. Yeah. So they did themselves out of this game. They had Penrith.
0: Uncharacteristically they, bad hands from Kotrick too. Yeah. Numerous times, fucked them over. Um, so I don't know whether that was nerves, like it was such a pressure game or whatever, you know, finally got to like a yeah. young, young dude. I mean, if, he's, he's look, still probably rookie if, of the year, but...
1: If I was a, an opposition coach, yeah. I'm saying, well, fucking look, right there you mm-hmm. have um, David Peachy's nephew. hmm and whoever's next to him in the halves, fucking run at them because they're vulnerable. Yeah, you know. Again, Peachy's not a recognised centre. Yep. And he's still coming to grips with how to fucking move in that defensive line. Yep. Big vulnerability. Yep. Oh, kick high to Mansour. Can't can't jump. Yep. And yep. and I, I I really don't know why that wasn't there their fucking go to. Yeah.
0: But but the thing is Mansour actually he was he was making such bulk meters oh, back. You didn't just, you just didn't want the fucking ball in that guy's hands. And, exactly. and, and he the try scored. And he wasn't put under a lot of pressure either when he was taking the, the like taking yeah. kicks on the last tackler. They were kicking him down his throat but he wasn't like contested or exactly or anything where he's looking up with guys all around him. There, exactly, there was never that situation really. And
1: and again there's there's that that, that planning thing. Yeah. Look who was up against Mansour Mm-hmm. You know, fucking Rapana's out-jumping yep. him.
0: Yep. Every, every 100% yeah. of the time,
1: yeah. Fucking criss Yep, yep. Anyway, um, fucking undefeated. Get yep. ready for fucking...
0: I was ready to Penrith. believe in the Panthers 20 minutes into this game. I was like, fucking, here we go. Yep. And then the uh, the rest of it, I was like, oh, fuck, no, not yet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, <laughs> like, that's what fuck, I'm saying.
0: It, Put, it, get it together, cunts. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh,
1: Penrith have gone on this run. They do this and they're peaking at the right time you know they beat newcastle they beat wests they beat the dogs and
0: people and people have been like and then there's been the flip side of the pennies people going oh yeah people saying our run's been shit like look guess you know you know what it is a fucking unconvincing uh, it's a, it's winning form is good form yep don't get me wrong but it's still it's it's unconvincing and i thought this game the way they started like here we fucking go it's clicked and that's clicked at the right time and blah 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 and then it, as quickly but- as it had clicked the camera were fucking right back in it and
1: true and yeah. but I think, though, they didn't get blown off the park. Yeah. They're, they're playing with swinging dicks yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, but they haven't been blown off the park for fucking months. They haven't been. That was but, the start of the year, man. But Penrith, classically, yeah, when they once they're out of a game, yeah. they're out of a game.
0: That South's game was the last time that really, ha- really exactly. happened,
1: probably. And there, there was no way they were getting back in that. Yeah, yeah. Now, even when Canberra came back and scored two tries, yeah. you can see the confidence in them and it's confidence in their half that yeah, Okay, well, yeah, we need to score again, so let's just score again. Yeah,
0: and It's also against an opponent where you've done the impossible
1: oh. last time you played as well yeah.
0: and scored like twice in fucking like what, how many minutes? Like, <laughs> yeah, three seconds. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs 30 defeated the mighty manly Seagulls 16, at ANZ, another shit crowd, although the best crowd there of the weekend, I think. 8,900. The other two were 6,000-something, weren't Dogs, 30, came from trial. Double to Montoya, double to Morris. Branko Lee, Brett Morris. So it's Morris J with two tries. Mumbai, three of six conversions. Seagull, 16, came from tries to Jake Turbo. Brian Kelly, Lewis Brown, Matthew Wright, two of three conversions. And now this is the one game where I'm going to actually fucking read a tweet because I feel like fucking... Poor old GT, he's fucking had it so bad for so long.
1: He deserves like, a tweet. He's,
0: he's given himself cancer, not just from the dogs, but also his hatred of the sharks. So I'm giving him a voice. I have to read his tweet. He says, How bad are you going when you get pumped by this rabble? First time we score more than three tries. Dogs, where's that been all year? Let me tell you, mate, it wasn't you, it was us. <laughs> it wasn't you, it was us. <laughs> but uh, you guys just happened to be there. <laughs> this game, I, I, I can't remember if I was tweeting with you at the time, but... Somebody, but it was fucking. It was played at fifty percent speed and intensity yeah. for the entire time, to the point where it was it, it, when it was nil all or, or you know whatever the score was it didn't matter. It was just fucking boring to watch because it, it was just half speed. And then every so often Dylan Walker would get the ball and he'd pick it up from dummy half or something, and he was fucking probably running like normal speed. And it looked like this. Who's put the fuck at this cunning fast forward? Yeah. Like how slow and how poor is everybody else fucking? I mean
2: Oof.
0: unbelievable, so not 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 mad, just disappointed <laughs> and mad
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> kelly had had been dropped for two weeks to kind of refresh him or whatever because you know he was he was fucking losing it. Let me tell you, it wasn't long enough, I mean, he probably wouldn't have been there, but for the fact that Brad Parker you know did his knee last week, yep, um I'd say he's resting with he's resting, I'm doing air quotes that you can't see <laughs> would have continued. <laughs> <laughs> But he was back, and let me tell you, oh, he was worse than ever. Um the, the whole the whole defensive line was terrible the way they, were, they they would back you don't backpedal on you know ten minutes out when you go on defence, you're not backpedaling, you're fucking moving up. I mean this is this is a really simple game. But I saw people blowing up about Matthew Wright. Oh Matthew Wright's so terrible in defence because he happened to be the guy on the wing where you know where two tries were scored. Mate, Matthew Wright, I'm not gonna say he's a saint, but that fucking guy got dumped into shit so badly <laughs> by fucking Brian Kelly. That fucker was biting on everything. Yeah. I mean, he was biting everything. Fucking, and that second try where they got, oh, Matthew right. why did, you know, why did he fucking come in, you know, because fucking Hopper Jr. fucking swung around, and yeah, they actually had, they were actually numbered up. It was yep. three on three, but then Kelly might have been in front of his guy, who I can't remember who it was, the next guy along inside, from inside Montoya. Montoya. But he might have been physically standing in front of that guy, but his body was turned and faced directly yeah. at fucking Hopper. He is bitten completely and utterly. And what the fuck? And like, if if Hopper had gone short to the guy inside and Wright was outside, then he would have gone in. That guy would have gone in and scored. It was always happening because Kelly actually took himself out of the fucking defensive line. Mm. Just unfucking believable. This guy. He at the moment. Like, I'm not saying this. I'm not going to mark his. No, no, I am. I'm going to mark his papers permanently. Fucking get out of first grade. Do not do not pass fucking go. Do you, you want to pass something? Pass fucking, pass, fucking uh, tweet heads on the way to fucking Gold Coast Titans, cunt. <laughs> Dead set. Fuck out of here. I'm done with you. Um, and, oh, gee, I hope uh, Parker can heal his knee real quick. But that's focusing on one person. Overall, though, you could just tell there was just this... There was no one except for Dylan Walker, as I mentioned, and like yeah, Appy was doing his thing from dummy half, I guess. But as a whole group, there was just no fucking intention mm. to fucking play a game of rugby league on on this afternoon the way, when it took place. Just unfucking believable. And as I maintained, this was a team that was powered by fucking youthful exuberance and morale and you know brotherhood and all that sort of stuff. The thing is, that's that that can that can happen. That happens naturally, I yep. think. When it and and when that happens and it all comes together and the stars align, they can fucking destroy everybody like they did earlier you know in the middle middle portion of the mm. season, and then you get teams like Parramatta, like we were saying as well, where it doesn't come naturally, but it can be built by a good coach. Yep. The problem is when you know just fatigue sets in, and you know like you know they always say it's a long season, whatever. You know when morale dips and fatigue sets in then you've got to have something else other than that fucking, you know, yeah. th- than that to get you through. And that's where the coach comes in. And this is why I've fucking been maintaining that Barrett is a shit coach because it's his job to make it. Like, Arthur made it happen for the... He didn't have it naturally. Yeah. He made it happen with the Eels against a lot more adversity than, than this club's had. And, um, and of you know, a, a Penrith insider who's very you know who's familiar with the club and the players and knows the players they're saying that the thing about Trent was when he was a coach at the Panthers they loved him mm. but they like the universally he was not a coach. Yeah. He was a fucking good he's a good dude and he wanted to be everybody's mate. Yep. And unfortunately that's not a coach. Look at look at fucking Bellamy. Yeah. Look at Wayne Bennett. Yep. These guys aren't everybody's mate. They don't give a fuck. They're there to coach they're there to, they're there to extract performances of a specified calibre from the fucking players they have and they take the steps necessary yeah. to I'll make
1: say, that happen. Say, not to be fucking friends with best them. best example, right? Yeah. Cameron Smith getting presented with his 350th asterisk game ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Bellamy presented it to him. Yep. You know, and Cameron Smith is being talked about, okay. Then he uh, stabbed it with a knife. The, and deflated the, it. The mortal. <laughs> this whatever um you know start of the game revolutionized the position success 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 yep you know very very clear who wears the fucking pants in that relationship yeah and it's not the guy being spoken about as one of the best players of all time Mm -hmm. you know yeah there's a a level of no that this is my position yeah and and this is what i demand yeah um but yeah, Barrett's a young coach. Yeah, it, it's, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he's fucking. Look at uh, what youth can do for a team.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm not saying that he, that he's he's perm, that he's he's not going to become a great coach. Mm. You know, perhaps perhaps he will. Plus, but look at the extra support he's got in Cardi. <laughs> 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 but you know what? Stop trying to be everyone's fucking best mate. Be the coach. You want to be best mates? You can go and fucking play, be best mates when you're playing piss ponies in a fucking infinity pool in Bali in two weeks. That's it. Mm. Fucking. Do something, cut. You're the coach. Make some fucking tough decisions. He's, fucking he's make some fucking make some young fucking players cry. You know, give, make him get the shits and send him to
1: fucking blacktown. I don't give a fuck. You, you know what a Steiner school is? Oh, I fucking do.
0: I remember there was someone that I, I worked with or something that.
1: It's basically not a fucking school.
0: It's basically like a like. It's just like the kids just fucking play and do their own thing, right? Pretty much. And then all to watch TV though. When it, they go it's home. like
1: you know, if if this kid just finger paints and tie dyes and listens to fucking wind chimes they're going to pile space travel mathematics
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> through the universe so it, like it, I want to be clear it's called a school it's not a fucking school
0: this is I just remembered where I fucking heard about these guys it was when I was working for Foxtel oh. and this was, and this, was and this was a family that I was fucking talking and, and they're like and, and they're like oh you know we don't watch you know, we don't have a television and then, and, and like, I, I obviously, you know, I obviously responded in,
2: the, in the my, my, my,
0: my, my, my body language obviously said that I was incredulous
2: <laughs>
0: and and what a bald face, like, I know that you don't, you, maybe, maybe you don't want to fucking sign up for 12 months of Foxtel, lady, but.
1: Don't lie to me. Don't
0: fucking insult me by treating me like I'm some kind of retard. <laughs> um, and then she explained the Steiner School thing to me and I thought. Wow, yeah, your kids are fucked. Yeah, pretty much. Um, With apologies to any Steiner school teachers, I'm doing the air quote thing.
1: No, we we have real fucking teachers that listen. (coughs) We do. We do. Respect the cunts that actually teach. Exactly. Um, Exactly. But these fucking Steiner schools, Mm -hmm. basically anyone you see in Australia talking about foreign politics using we. They probably went to a Steiner school. <laughs> Those parents that send their kids there, yep. they probably had fucking super strict... What I'm trying to get to is that Trent Barrett got slapped and now he's basically... He sent, got the jug cord. He's sending the manly kids to a Steiner school. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm trying to
0: say. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to dispute that. I, I believe you. I think it's a fair comparison. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
0: like homeschooling. <laughs> Apologies to any homeschooled listeners, but I mean, yeah, aren't they all the anti-vaxxers of education?
1: <laughs> there was this poor cunt in my sister's school, yep. back in Sydney. Well, I went there too. I was the, sorry, my sister's grade. Yeah. And his mum was one of those fucking naturopath fucking oh. weird ladies. Yep, yep. And this cunt was yellow. Like, he was fucking malnourished. His liver was he failing. He was smaller than every kids other are one. His failing, yeah. Right. He was fucking scrawny, fucking yeah. bond, bonder or something. Um, I remember she was watching us do swimming. Yeah. I was asthmatic. Yeah. I did a couple of laps and I've, I got in trouble. Gone to grab, reach the Ventolin. I've, I've gone to get the Ventolin and she wouldn't let me because I didn't need it. I just had to, this, this, this. And so, I <laughs> was year four and I politely told to fuck off. <laughs> I'm going for my fucking spray. Um, I got in trouble for that. But this was the poor cunt. You'd go to his birthday party. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, we don't have cake, but we have homemade peanut butter, which, you know, was fucking just peanuts they'd stepped on. <laughs> so this poor fucking kid had no friends, but yeah.
0: How we get there? Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it would, done go, just f- fucking disgraceful. Good on your doggies. You've had a, a, a sustained period without any joy. Um... You know, maybe you're going to resign Desi, maybe, or maybe you're not going to sack Desi. Now, um, that would be unfortunate for maybe you guys. Maybe you to resign, Michael <laughs> <laughs> So look, you know, maybe did maybe do
1: you see that come out there? That's saw that come out there. No, no, talking afterwards. Oh, the, the, oh, look, you know, this, the, that's that's my running game now. You, you've seen what I can do. Yeah, he's got he's got to shill himself it's because not, like, not my fault. It's hard to market yourself you know? from Reggie's. D. Strangled my running game. Wouldn't let me run. Yeah. Not my natural game style. Please, please, please. Yeah,
0: somebody, somebody, buy me for yeah. a running game. Fucking hell. Hey, see how do to take him? Have lost the slot opening up. <laughs> Okay, back again for a very special week, a very special edition of, uh, of Asking That. This is uh, the, the testimonial edition, as it were.
5: I'll cry. So, how,
0: how, are, you, how are you feeling?
5: I'm really sad.
0: <laughs> and so, how how often do you... I mean, this is something I don't think has ever come up. I mean, we know that you, you are on the way to training. When, when we talk, you're always, you know, like the just before you go to, to train each yeah. week... How many times do you have to train? Is it yes, just the it's one? Yes,
5: once um, per week, and then you get to the game like two or three hours early.
0: Okay, so this is the one. This is this is the this is the last training session before one of the the games where you know you know we're obviously for certain that you, you're going to be on there. I mean, like Penrith, we were talking before, and you're you're not as confident, but I mean, I'm prepared to say that Penrith are most certainly in the finals, whether they whether they're home home side or not. Though, well, it doesn't matter. Still in up for the finals,
5: anyway, so. Um yeah.
2: Oh, of
0: course, yeah. Right. So
5: yeah, um, but I just—I don't know. I'm still no, the, the same thing happened last year. We made our run, and, and I was not convinced until it was absolutely mathematically impossible for us to drop out of the eight. Um, I wasn't excited yet, so I'm still on that like you know there is that tiny one percent chance that something's going to go wrong. Um, but look, all, probab- all probabilities point to being a finals game, so it's not my last last game. <laughs>
0: Historically speaking, the the laws of, of mathematics only turn on teams like the Tigers. <laughs>
5: They're the, doing for
0: the worst. You, you, yeah. yeah. So I think I think mathematically you're okay. All right. So this is the the last the certain yeah. home game uh, over yeah. there at Neverland Ranch, as we call yeah. it. And uh,
2: oh dear.
0: <laughs> and gee, gee, and gee, we came to that one. Like, <laughs> I mean. It's, you, you, your ground has been like a. It's, it's been fantastic for us for for th- for, for field mm-hmm. nicknames over the years. Like you had, remember it was like it was Centrebet yep. Stadium, and so it's obviously become Centrelink yeah. Stadium for <laughs> Penrith, and it, <laughs> and then we had like I mean when it was Pepper, I was like okay the muddy pile. Yep. Um but then, yeah, then then uh, Jay wanted to he wanted to push the whole you know uh, Neverland thing because mm-hmm. you know young Matt Moylan and mm-hmm. wanted to be like you know so actually like Peter yep. Pan, and then you know and then that morphed into the Neverland Ranch with the yeah, sinister.
5: which is a little
0: bit creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but this is a guarantee. This is this is the last guarantee you have for yep. a game. And so m- going into that final game. How do you I'm, feel?
5: Like, I'm what do you think distraught. of? Like, that's it. I really am. I didn't think that I'd be like this because I've been, um, I don't know, like pretty over this year, you know, obviously work's taking up a lot of it and I'm ready to, you know, move on into that sort of um, really focus on my yep. job and, and what I worked five and a half years toward. Um, but this week has just been, oh, every time I think about it, I just want to cry. So it's very sad, you know, after five years of being somewhere for it to be um, over, but oh my God. <laughs>
0: So you think you you you're, you're going to keep it together, you know, during the game, but then no, afterwards... I don't think I'll
5: be able to keep it together because everything you do is like the last time. If that makes sense. So it's like, oh, the last yeah, time. Sure, I was yeah, sure, yeah tunnel waiting to go out. Oh, the last time I'll do the routine. Oh, the last time we'll finish the first half. Oh, the last time we'll do the lap of honor. And it's just like, <laughs> everything is the last time.
0: And it's just, You go into that attitude and you are just going to be a mess.
5: Like, crying I'm gonna buckets like, park from start of the, the like, oh, start the last mile parking spot. Like, it's just, it's, it's going to be, I'm a very sentimental person. So, and look, aside yeah, from anything yeah. else, like I, I met my future employer, like my current boss at, at Pepper Stadium. They came and found me after a game and, and introduced themselves and... And asked if I wanted to have an internship because I'd emailed them, you know, um, previously. And I don't know, that place, like, holds a lot of, I don't know, sentimental value.
0: Crucial life memories.
5: Yeah, I had, like, a a lot of, um, it holds a lot of sentimental value to me, um, that stadium. And it's just, I wouldn't really be where I am today if it it weren't for, for cheerleading. So, um yeah, I'm very, very, very sad to be letting it go, but I think it, I have
0: to. Otherwise, I'll never will. <laughs> yeah. So what happens? What happens when you, when when a cheerleader hang, hangs up the the, the pom poms? I mean, is a remember? Do you remember back in the day? Like, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, too. It was probably like you know... 15, 20 years ago when yeah, the money wasn't as, yeah, it probably pre-Super League, the money wasn't as, as, as massive as it is now for a player. So they, they used to do the testimonial yeah. thing where they'd have, like, a dinner at the League's Club and there'd be, like, a, you know, stuff auctioned off and everything and that'd be, like, a little lump sum, whatever, that the player would take off into the sunset.
5: I wish I got even <laughs> half. <laughs> yeah, it'd be none of that, literally, like, I don't, do you know what, like, there hasn't really, in my time, there hasn't really been anyone leave that's been there for, you know, a, sure. as long as I have. So, um, it's, They've just—I don't know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's always been like girls come for a year or two years and then you go and you kind of like—I mean you yeah. notice, but it's not—it's not really, yeah. So I don't know. But you
0: this just, year is like the two, I don't know, I don't, like the—I mean, as far as you know, social media is concerned, the two—the two queens of of the Penrith cheerleading squad are hanging it up this year, right? You—you you and Danny as well, right?
5: I think Danny's—I'm not sure. We—we we haven't actually like 100% yep. discussed it. Um, I think—I think she might be, but. There's nothing, like, stopping her to the extent that yeah, it is sure. for me. Um, you know, um, so she might turn up, you know, next year and be like, oh, yolo, I'll do it again. Um, <laughs> whereas, like, I'm just like, I can't keep yeah. doing this and, you know, working at the same time. So um, she might, she might, but it's a very high probability be both of us gone. So, that's, that's, yeah. it's, it's,
0: but essentially, it's like, you know, like, Cameron Smith and Cooper Cronk leaving the store at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Can I <be> <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I think Kronk's the more, you know, isn't is wouldn't he be the more professional, yeah, well-spoken one? That's no, you you're the cronk, right? You would have to be right. <laughs> yeah, but
5: you know, Cameron's probably more likely
0: to be immortal. Yeah, so. well, that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, of course, yeah. one of your things that you're going to in in your retirement, you'll be working hard to establish a, a Dally M Cheerleader of the Year and and working it working their way through so, to like yeah, immortals, yeah, immortals, immortals and things started. like that. Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: My <laughs> <legacy>. So, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Very now, uh, questions this week. Got a couple this week. Um, and uh, the first one's from uh, our buddy Sammy, and he said, "Uh, he said, well, his first he's a statement. He said that you were a bigger loss for Penrith than Wade Graham, but
2: uh, oh, that's, that's a huge, it's huge. And, uh, <laughs> but the
0: bigger question is, will you be gracing the Pod, pod waves again next year?" If you I, I, I said you are welcome I mean it's it's just great to get a different perspective each week and uh, you are welcome uh, until yeah,
5: as long as this podcast exists you're
0: very welcome to be on it
5: <laughs> Yeah there we go but, we're um, back then <laughs> um,
0: Bud Smoko said uh, well first he's like yeah he's looking forward to the show this week because he wants to you know he, obviously they don't want to hear me have a breakdown but um he said could you hook up a meeting with the peach presumably for him as a Penrith fan Oh, God. <laughs> I, go. to, I mean I mean, th- I think I can go some way into answering that. You would really have to be sort of like a time and place. I mean, because when, for example, when uh, Jay's wife and son were down there, you were amazing.
5: Yeah.
0: Beyond the call of duty, you know, setting uh, you know things up and, you know, autographs and, and photographs and things like that. Oh,
5: well, was my pleasure. Yeah. And then Nathan popped up. <laughs> And then he got a fair with yeah, nature theory as yeah, well. Exactly.
0: So I think I think that sort of thing. I mean, if you were there at the ground, yeah. probably a fair chance. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah, 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 anything other than that,
5: but like probably not like just on like a Saturday.
0: No, day. no, you just want to go kick a footy <laughs> like or <probably>. something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we have much and uh, that and one. knowing and knowing what I do about Bud Smoko and where he lives, I don't think the peach is going to go down to Tasmania. <laughs> But you know if time, you know, if if, if you are there at the ground on game day, then we absolutely could probably do, do the best, the best yet.
5: Yeah, if they can yeah. And much and much yeah. higher chance, yeah. If they can get yeah. yeah.
0: Alright. Or, you know, you'd, you know, be in hospital and be like terminally ill or something, that usually pulls the heartstrings.
5: Oh god. <laughs> Well then,
0: yeah, you don't want. to... yeah. yeah. Not worth I, mean, it. Like, I don't think that, I mean, like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure the peach is a lovely guy and everything, but I, I don't, I don't even think I'd get cancer. To, you know, well, I've met, Beaver, I've met Beaver heaps no, of times, but I don't think, I'd no, get, I don't think sorry, it's, worth, it's cancer.
2: Quite <laughs> worth that. No, definitely
0: yeah, not. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure anyone who actually, actually was sick and got to meet a player, I'm pretty sure they'd probably prefer not to have met the player. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Finally, we have uh, at boil eighty six Matt. And uh, he said, "Is there a legal precedent? Here we go. We'll transition into your next life. Is there a legal precedent mm. for the remaining Titans fans to sue the Titans board for destroying their team? <laughs>
5: destroying their team? Oh, there probably wouldn't be a precedent, but we can yeah, start with yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Why not? But I completely wholeheartedly agree with that. Sounds, like,
0: sounds like Nat's completely. sounds like that's it sounds like that's putting a hand up for uh, to to lead the class action.
5: Yes, I'll take it
0: on." <laughs> Now, what do you make of this? I mean, we we knew Seriously, it was going to we knew it was going to it was going to happen. I mean, happen. I mean it, yeah. even though they said, "Look, we're not going to rush to a decision," the the immediate speculation was, "Yeah, Henry's gone." Now, now yeah, it's official. It's
2: honestly terrible. Yes, yeah,
0: so, and uh, and yeah. so that's yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have a lot to say about it. We've had a lot to say about it on the show previously because it's probably the biggest story of the week. Well,
5: Hayne came out today and he's, he's continuing to talk. It's like shut up!
0: Don't you Lights love how he's like? He, oh, um, Henry should have told me to oh, my face and not gone through oh. the media. And and how's Hayne do that? It goes through the media.
5: Yeah, well, you're doing it to the media. You're talking yeah. to the media. It's beyond me. And it's just, I mean, there were, were rumours. I don't know. Like, I mean, no one's seen him at the game. Like, Jared Hayne at the game last week. So there's rumours that he didn't yep. go to the game, but he was in Sydney. Um, and then you have, I saw Neil Henry was told he was. Sat- Saturday, day, on a Sunday when it's like, come on, you know why would you drop? You just never ever ever yeah. never put a player. Above yeah, the coach.
2: You
0: just it's, a, it just it feels like it.
5: You don't do it.
0: It feels like able. way. It feels so much worse. I mean, like you know, you had the situation with um with uh, the Tigers and and Pharaoh you know, pre JT when it went the other way. Oh, but this okay. feels like yeah. so much worse than that. Yeah, no, I mean, like it's just it's just nuts. And so and, yeah. and there's no guarantee that, that. Hayes' gonna be there next year either because you know, he's he's not a great trainer. You know, he's on the outer with the at least was on the no. outer with the leadership group and he probably is even more so now. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure where people fall, like oh, you definitely. know, where the battle lines are, like, you know, how how many people did,
5: yeah. did Henry and, have?
0: I mean, maybe he'd lost sure. a lot of the team because it it seems crazy they'd do it on the base of one player. I
5: don't think so because Ryan James Well Ryan James, who was in the press conference with him, was very, very um, He was quite angry at at all the suggestions and that sort of thing. Um, And you appreciate that from a player to actually stand in and, like, you know, defend their coach like that. Um, So I just – I don't think that – like oh, I just think it's – I think a lot of the players would have resentment towards him. Um, You know, someone just rocks up out of nowhere and kind of ruins a team, which you guys – they were playing really well together, you know?
2: Yep.
5: So it's it's disappointing. It's really – because they were playing really well. And then, oh, it's just, they could have been, imagine, you know, they could have been anything this year if they'd actually. Had picked had up
0: where they left off, not yeah. Not gotten very Yeah,
5: because yeah, they were doing so well. Just place you know, based on, you know, what you said about Manly off, like before we started, camaraderie and just generally working together, working yep. for each other. You've got someone now who does, has never worked for anyone else in his life. He's so for himself, whether that be for, you know, um, the Titans or whether it be for New South Wales. It's, it's the same thing. Yep. It's always about him. So, agree
0: so yeah, no, yeah. I, it's, it's strange I mean because if he, even if he was shopped around I'm not sure who would A who could afford him and B and, he, then, and then you take the no subset one. of teams that can afford him and then go okay who yeah. who would take no him one.
5: I think everyone's yeah. pretty sorted fullback wise so I, I don't think anyone would really and,
0: I, and, and is he really I mean is he even a, a top so, whatever fullback anyway like his body no. like he had to change oh, no. his body you shape. I mean like Tommy Turbo yeah. is
5: better than him like like Dylan, Edwards, is, Dylan better, Edwards is
0: better than him at the moment well, it's a, yeah, I'm sure Edwards puts in a training too.
5: Yeah, absolutely, and actually tries, and they all play for it. I mean, I don't want to like go on about Pandas and stuff, but a big reason as to why we're playing well at moments because they're playing mm-hmm. for each other. Like you saw two front rowers chase down Jack White yep. on the weekend. That was playing for each other. And, exactly. You know that sort of thing. So, and and you don't. That's how you do well. Not with one player deciding to go and make the miracle play for, for himself to look good every so often. You know exactly. So, yeah.
0: And it just yeah, and it's it's very, it's very simple teammate stuff. If you go to, if your team's playing in Sydney and you go down to Sydney to turn up for two hours and watch the game, and yep. you know just put your put your partying or whatever you're doing on hold, or you know yep. start your party at the game.
5: Like, I don't think it was anything like I don't have an issue with him going out to see with his mates. That's so fine, but but if you can do that, then you can go to the
0: yeah, game anyway. exactly, exactly. So it's just uh, he's not really it's he's his body language and just his actions at the moment when they should be. This yeah. is the time when the spotlight's on, and you know he should be, you know, very, very pro team and everything. And he's just, he's just not doing it. So, yeah, he's
5: not doing it. Yeah, yeah, what can exactly, he
0: do? exactly. But uh, that's it for questions this week. So if you uh, have any questions for for Nat uh, coming up to well towards the end of the season, I mean, even. To even uh, with us with the show I mean you know we've got the finals coming up and you know we're in the, in the home stretch and uh, so if you've got any questions yeah get them in while you can and uh, you yeah, know hashtag ask Nat's the easiest way that I can find them and yeah you can send them to, to us on Twitter as well and uh, you know if you want to tag Nat in there that's fine as well um, we'll get them somehow but that's the easiest way and if you're not on Twitter feel free to you know chuck them on Facebook or email them or whatever you want whatever's easiest and uh, the very best of luck I hope, you, I hope the, the last game that you have is a is a memorable is a, memorable, it's a it's win. win and you know and, it, and it's memorable it's for possible. all the right reasons and uh, yes and you don't and and the TV Actually. cameras don't find you when you're losing it
5: i am be losing it the whole game so that's going to be hard literally <laughs> like
0: just ignore me please I'll <laughs> be looking, looking to take that perfect screenshot to you, for, for a meme <laughs>
5: oh it's going to be horrendous but anyway I'm bracing myself already and it's like six four, four, yeah. five days away <laughs> well this is the first
0: time I guess you could just, uh, you know, just cut up some onions before you go to the training session to practice to pr- so you can get some some live practice on what it's like to do at
5: least you know if it was our last last <laughs> if, if it was it, if it was our last game full stop and yep. the story no finals it would be um, a lot worse and I think the best thing about finals is you don't really know if yeah. it's the last game or not so that's going to make it easier um so I'm in a good position in that. yeah if it's not the
0: fi- it's not last uh, game until like, until knowing. the full-time OODA and you go oh that was the last game yeah Exactly. yeah
5: Yep. Like shoot, that's it. Um, so yeah, um the thing is I've I've said before in past years, oh that's that's it, that's it, but I haven't been as sure yep. as now. So like now it's just like I yep, really, really sure.
0: do And now if you if you actually get into the stage when it's the last game and you're you're thinking more like yeah, it's actually confirming it for you more rather than rather than yep. you know you're having second thoughts kind of thing. I guess it, that tells you everything you need to know. Very
5: tense. If my boss said to me today, he's like, because I said I was like, I told him last night. And he goes, you said that last year. And I was like, no, 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 I'm really
0: sure this time. <laughs> awesome. Well, the very best of luck for the weekend, and uh, I hope um, you, you, you. guys—you know—you're already sealed. We've already had this discussion. You're already in the finals. Don't worry about it. I mean, your career will continue for at least, at least at <laughs> least one at least one more game after this. However, <laughs> I hope that nice. this last home game, or last guaranteed home game, is a memorable one for you. And uh, thanks for time again. Thank you. Okay, we're going to blast through these previews this week. Broncos versus the Eels Thursday night football tonight as we record the show. Like, I think the Broncos are going to win fairly comfortably. Yep. Um, a little bit of a revenge game for them. They certainly were not at their best when they lost the, the, the game to the Eels a couple of weeks ago. They were not. Um, Eels look for their part; they're probably more consistent and better than they were back then. But I just think the Broncos, in their current form, are, well, uh, I, be far I think too good.
1: I think the Eels can do themselves out of this game. All right? I'm not sure this Broncos team has the heart of Broncos teams past. You know, look at what happened when they came up against Melbourne.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And so coming up against a team that's beaten them recently, they're going to be nervous. And I think if Parramatta can get out to an early start, that's their opportunity. But if we get the loss to Newcastle, Parramatta, instead of the beat Broncos, Parramatta, then then Brisbane put a big score on them.
0: Okay, the Raiders take on the Knights. Look, despite season over, I still think the Raiders are playing well enough. Uh, and, you know, it depends on, on what the Knights are going to do coming back from the, uh, you know, disappointment of, you know, catching a flogging again for the first time in in, uh, in quite yeah. a while, you know. Um, unchanged Raiders line up. Uh, Ross is back after what I thought would be an injury that would probably keep him out. And I mean, if if I'm Newcastle, or even if I'm Nathan Ross, you thinking, mate, it's two games to go. You're coming back from like a fractured fucking
1: whatever. Yeah, I, I you'd sp- want to be sure that you're a hundred percent. Rather, than I spoke than- to a doctor friend about this, and he said that when people hear broken back, yep, they freak out. Yeah,
0: obviously because your brain instantly goes to spinal blah
1: blah yeah. paral- paralysis. Um, and, you know. but yeah, you know, people come back from broken thumbs. Yeah, after a couple of weeks, they get yep. broken feet and play on. Yeah, you know, a doctor will assess him, and as long as there's little to no chance to of doing like, you know. yeah, yeah. okay. Yep. Yeah. um, you know, then I'll be fine. As long as he told the doctor it's a contact sport. Yep,
0: Brock Lamb out, so uh, Jack Cogger returns. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll see we'll see how that goes. But uh, look, I think yeah, all signs point the Raiders. Yes. Yep. Tigers take on the Cowboys and Campbelltown. Now, Tigers obviously in, you know, improved form lately. Cowboys uh, injury injury issues and uh, and uh, you know down a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Campbelltown. Has not been the happy hunting ground for the tigers that that it should be, really, yeah. uh, and and certainly not the the, the kind of level of uh, of, mm-hmm. of emotion and performance as, as Leichhardt would would extract from them. Um, yeah, Elijah the Taylor out's pretty key mm. for the tigers. I know,
1: man. I and you know, I got to be careful saying this because he's ex-Penrith. I'm not sure what he brings to that team other than the being a fucking cheerleader who E.T. really yeah
0: I dare say that he is probably somewhat more important to the West Tigers well, side he's got
1: fucking blue lip all the fucking time look at him <laughs> he looks like he's fucking choking
0: <laughs> and he always looks sad <laughs> so what are you saying the Cowboys are going to win Cowboys are going to no. win let's be real Cow- okay. Cowboys need it more um yeah, Coot's a big loss. I I think Gavin Cooper and Coot are enabled on the extended bench, but I don't th- know what that means in terms of how likely they
1: are to return. Yeah. Um yeah, we've spoken about it before. I think it's just filling in numbers. Yeah.
0: Winnerstein Winnerstein back, but uh yeah, I think I think the Cowboys uh, the team to drop out of the eight. Martin needs if to any, step if up. anyone, if if the Dragons or you know miraculously somehow the Raiders want to yeah. get into the finals, I think the team that's going to make way for them, will, you know, potentially be the Cowboys because I've got them down. This is their grand final. They got a loss next week against the Broncos, in my yep. opinion. And 100%. so uh, this one,
1: you know, Look, they're, the, they're yeah, um, unless Wayne's resting players or doing doing a Bellamy move, um, yeah, well, it just it just depends, I guess, what happens this week with
0: East as well, because you know hmm. if the if because they're they're playing each other and it's been pretty much settled for two or three weeks that's yep. going to be the case. Yep. So then then it becomes okay yeah.
1: we're playing here or there. So Martin needs to step up and Morgan needs to not get fucking knocked out. Yeah. How the yeah. fuck is that come playing this week? Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's happened all year with various players. I, I know. One, so. But look, it's fucking blatant. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Look, brain brain injuries is a is a terrible thing and the NRL cares about it greatly. On the game day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, then after that it's like, you know, they've got they've got they've got the fucking uh, the short term memory of uh, of Liam Fulton With or <laughs> <with> Dallas Johnson. <laughs> uh, Titans take on the dogs at Seabus.
1: Oh fuck me. What a game.
0: Look, could this be the bounce back coach killed? rebound thing that happens the dogs aren't a great side so the, it can the so, dogs aren't a great so side so they're,
1: they're they're ripe for for to be recipients of this and I'll tell you what if Jared Hayne has anything less than a fucking breakout performance
0: mm-hmm.
1: then, in the number one yeah isn't
0: that funny he's in the, uh, so the, he's in the number
1: one you know um, the, the Titans should win this and need to win this it, it's theirs to lose basically
0: And this is their their last home game, I think, too, so it's their last chance to show these poor fucking downtrodden fans of Rugby League on the Gold Coast that they've got a team worth fucking cheering for. And,
1: you know, I don't think... Instead (laughs) of asking him for a photo. And I don't
0: think they're going to be the willing... I don't think they're willingly going to lay down and and spread their legs like Manly did last week. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, that that should remove, uh, you know, the dogs. You remember
1: the Titans. This is a team that asks their members for a photo after leaking half a century.
0: Yeah, the fucking nerve of that! Yeah. How'd they get more than a dozen people in that photo? It's mystifying. I
1: mean, they they only probably got
0: like two hundred from the look of it, but still. Yeah.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Storm take on the rabbits down in Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne, unless they're, uh, unless they're, they're, you know, they're going to start resting now that it's the the minor premiership's concerned, but it doesn't doesn't look like it. I mean, Cronk's returning to the to the
1: side. Mm. And um, you, you never know. It's you know, it's yeah. Bellamy. You might fuck around with interchanges. He, can, yeah, and
0: he and and like you know, he can fuck around. He can fuck around up until the hour before the game too. So yeah, exactly. And how about how about old old Robbie Rochow, an old fucking an old tw- old mascot yes. of the show from back in the day when he was at the Storm? Yes, leaves to go to Newcastle. Does yes. does two fifths of fuck all. Uh, transfers to the, to the Rabbitohs mid-season. Back to the Storm. Yes, and uh starts the season in Newcastle 16th place ends the season first place Storm yeah potentially gets a
1: ring it's like it's almost like he started from the bottom <laughs> now he's here <laughs> well he's not at the top yet he's not no, here no no
0: he's not on the show <laughs> no no well yeah true but he's yeah, one well. of one of our favourites just because Rachow. it's evocative <laughs> Uh, Storms, then yeah. Unless the Storm play fuck around, fuck around with the, their line up and rest yeah. people. I think they, they've got the rabbits pretty, pretty well covered. Um, Alex Johnson injured as well, so I mean that's a that's a lot of tries. You take it a couple of tries yeah. out of the rabbits right there. Uh, Perinara the referee. I guess that means that they're probably going to favour the Storm. You know, expect some clangers, sharks and roosters. Mm. Big game this one. It is. Top of the table, top end of the table clash. Um,
1: Probably a clear Top important. four
0: on the line for the Sharkies. Yeah. Very, a very important game here. Both sides unchanged from last week's wins.
1: So, if, if you're realistically looking at the ladder now, yes, right, and you're in charge of a team, yes. I will say which team, do you prefer to go in fourth knowing you get Melbourne? Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm struggling with this. I've, I've thought of it right. from both ways. For two reasons, yeah. One, like winning form is good form, and I don't know if a loss, a demoralising loss in That's Melbourne, it is a good thing to take in. Because the, the, what you're what you're exchanging that for, yeah. You could fucking beat them, but if say you don't, you're assuming that it's an instant loss if you go in fourth and play the Storm in Melbourne in yep. first round. So so you, you take a loss, demoralising, potentially derailing any momentum, blah yep. blah blah. But what it does do is it gets you on the other side of the draw to the Storm. Yep. Potentially through for a rematch for the grand final. Yep. Um, even then, you know, you've conceded. You know, you've lost to them already at that mm-hmm. point. Only a couple of weeks earlier. Yep. I think just. I think. Well, you, you, you've got to, you've got to play play where you land, obviously. But I th- I just I don't think that it's. You don't have a say in it because no, I was tanking for ladder position.
1: No, no, but, I was tanking, but I'm just saying. But, you, do yeah. Do you prefer? You know. I would prefer.
0: If I was if I if I was Penrith, I would prefer to continue winning and finish in like fifth. Yep. And just keep going week to week because you've been going week to week for months. Yeah. So rather than rather than potentially I'm, get yeah, raked by the Melbourne Storm mm. and just destroy any you know yeah.
1: morale or, you know whatever that's it hundred percent okay that you may have. So yeah, I, fuck I don't know. Both teams need it, I guess, and. Yeah there are times I'm not a superstitious man mm-hmm. but there are times where you've got to believe in a hoodoo yep you're supposed to say hoodoo hoodoo you do do what remind me of the bag <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: fucking great movie stands up to this day rest in peace David Bowie you great man um, <laughs> who's going to win this game <laughs> yeah, get sharks for the hoodoo. Yeah, okay. Bowie uh, factor. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to win through the pair of dance magic? <sighs> Warriors, take Warriors take on the Mighty Manly Seagulls in Mount Smart Stadium. Um Final home game of the year for the Warriors. Sean Johnson returns. I'm not sure what he's, there, you know, how <laughs> how good his uh, his chicken legs are going to be, but he's back. And
1: um, I'm, I'm not sure that means anything,
0: though. Yeah, well, yeah. I I don't. Yeah. I mean, well, Sean Johnson. He only he as soon as he started running the ball and looking okay, he was brought down in a tackle, <laughs> which which took him out of the out of the game no, for six no, weeks. He was he, he was brought down running. Yeah, well, that's when he was. That's, that was. I mean, remember he made that break to yeah. set up an almost but try. He, he wasn't he was tackled. He oh, was well, supporting. Oh no, but he started the movement off, didn't he? He did. I thought he was like, need he, did, he passed as he was being brought down. His, but no. his legs didn't go on a tackle. Oh, he was okay. fucking sniped. Oh, well, there you go. Poor cunt. Um, Look, I think Manly get this one. I, I, mean, I th- I'm not tipping Manly for shit. I mean, technically <laughs> speaking, technically speaking, I'm tipping them because, like, in the tipping competition, I select them as my tip. Yep. However, I do not anticipate them to achieve victory again this season um, at all. Until you know, fucking show me something. That's what I'm saying. F- prove it. Yeah. You want me to think? You, you want me to believe? Fucking prove it. That's Just it. justify my love. Show me something that you're interested in fucking being there. Uh, it's like Cherry Evans last week was, f- was fucking. <coughs> I don't want to say he's terrible. He is more so that he was non-existent. Yep. And word is that he had the flu and he was sick and everything. That's great. But you know what? If you're well enough to fucking suit up and take the field, then fucking do something. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to own a shit performance or like a non-involved performance. Yep. You have to fucking own it. Yep. If you if you say, no, I'm going to still play. Otherwise, step the fuck back, take a week off and fucking recover from whatever. Mm. You have a fucking runny nose and let someone else in there because, I mean, you know, a warm body is not enough in the halves. You know, maybe in Can the forwards. Can you imagine
1: the fucking effort it would take to get a fucking phlegmy cough up that fucking pencil neck of his? Yeah, for symptoms to even manifest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. He's fucking patient and whatever wipes out the human race, that cunt's patient zero. He we, knows and he, he knows his throat
0: doctor, that motherfucker's earning his he, earning his money. He
1: takes a fucking holiday to Africa and he gets some sort of mutant monkey aids in his fucking throat and he doesn't cough till he gets home.
0: Well, they're, they're, well, yeah, and it's got to get bad enough to actually, you know, give it the yeah. floor. Well, you know, ear, nose, and throat guy get the fucking bends. <laughs> dog and shit there, wouldn't he? <laughs> uh, look. Manly. You know, they they, 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 they Look, they can win this game by 50, but you know what? They can lose a shitty 14-12. Believe yeah. it. Yeah. Believe it. Um, the Panthers take on the Dragons at the Neverland Ranch. Dragons playing for their season here. I mean, they're kind of playing for their season... Last week and didn't rise to the challenge. Uh, Penrith is a different proposition to the Broncos at the moment, though. You know, even as they're winning, um, this is a revenge game for Penrith. They won't forget the fucking way that
1: the way it that, started that, off.
0: Holy fuck! You hear that? Getting a spot of rain today? Are
1: we? No, the fucking giant thunderclap that just went through escaped my notice. that's fucking loud as hell. It
0: was. I I did not realise we had to overcast weather outside. Maybe we've summoned Bowie. Maybe we have. Or maybe, maybe, maybe the fucking the god of thunder has <laughs> did not enjoy me talking about you know the, the the fact that it's a revenge game for the Panthers after they were, they were uh, pumped by the Dragons early in season. Mm. That um,
1: season. Yeah, look, the, the Dragons are a formidable forward pack, and, and Vaughan and Debellin are, are back into that early season form that, that saw them just running riot over teams. Yep. Um, you know, again, Penrith are good enough if they stick in. I
0: think they're going to fucking annihilate this side.
1: But really, you know, um Tyrone May is a fantastic inclusion in the side. Yes. Simply for the fact that he's got the combination. You know, he's he's played Um with Young Cleary yep. for a long time. Um and and out on the edges, as long as fucking Wanga can somehow fucking learn how to <laughs> fucking tackle <laughs> Like does there's no one fucking realised like fantastic attacking player. Yeah. But this can't's gone his entire junior career just put putting his body in front of kids and cuddling yep. them. Yeah. And and hoping they come down. That doesn't work in real footy. Fucking you your one testicled red nut mate in the nine can <laughs> fucking chop people down. <laughs> Jesus fuck wonga. Um, he is the guy playing the game
0: that just spams the fucking heavy tackle button (laughs) and fine it works on rookie mode Mm -hmm. but you bump it up to pro (laughs) see how how you
1: you saw how silly you made fucking Croker look on the weekend yes but did you see the amount of times fucking Croker left him he looked fucking stupid
0: yeah far more not, not, not not individually as spectacularly didn't However, look con-
1: cumulatively, like However, cumulatively though, yep. should fucking never have happened. Yeah. Physically, you should have had it all over it. Yep, You're agree. fucking been. Um, and the, the and
0: Penrith are going to look a lot better this week with Moylan out. And let me tell you, his hamstrings become a fucking problem. He's becoming a regular little fucking Kieran Foylan. And- <laughs> <laughs> fucking stop it. <laughs> wonder if he's going to take care of his kids <laughs> when he's old enough to have them. Not Bryce. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly got the fucking role model there, has he? <laughs> um, well, Aiken, this is like, it's funny, like, you know, Moylan with his hamstrings out and fucking Aiken with his shoulders out. Yeah. Those two are fucking, the two sides of a fucking same coin, aren't they? Moylan
1: Moylan's officially been diagnosed with you know, progeria.
0: <laughs> so it's like, that's that old, that's disease. Like, like, the little 12 year old kids look like they're 90 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: why everyone thinks he's not young anymore. <laughs> Everyone thinks he's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Penrith
0: by thousands. thousand. Penrith by a thousand to yeah. put the Dragons out of their misery, but not really, just like mathematically. Mm. Put them into mathematical zone. Well, depending on what happens with Cowboys and Manly. Those guys get some wins. These guys lose. That's it. It's yep. game. See ya. Game blouses. Days and that is full time for episode two sixty-nine. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League, or also on Facebook.com forward slash this week in league. So make sure you hit the like button, share stuff, all that good shit, like you always do. Uh iTunes, as i said last week, is one of the best ways to support the show. Um if you haven't done so already, then uh we'd appreciate it if you would uh take yourself to iTunes and uh hit the podcast section, go to sports and rec category, and uh you'll see us there in the what's hot section as always. And uh Check it out and uh, give us a rating, a star rating, leave a review, and uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Now, um, we got a review this week from uh, someone by the name of Doogs, uh, D-O-O-G-S, five stars, don't listen. You listen to these two blokes give their hilarious views on everything League and beyond. Every other commentator and analyst sounds like they're that boring geography teacher you hated. These dudes will ruin every other show you rated. Seriously, one episode a week is not enough. Love it. Dreading the off-season when you blokes have, have have a break. Keep up the good work. Or Keep up the great work. Thanks. Thanks, man. That's an awesome review. And, uh, yeah, the off-season is is coming. I mean, for, for people who are new to the show this year, which there's was a, a lot of you, um... Basically, the way it works in the off season is, we will uh, proceed to do the show until um, the week after the grand final, maybe a week after that, uh, and then yeah, then we are done. I mean, there's World well, Cup, there's there's stuff happening at the end of the season this year, so yeah, perhaps we might throw out some other special episodes depending on what's going on, but um, but yeah. Uh, we're in into, into the home stretch coming into finals, and it usually uh, signifies that you know the, the Twillies are on their way as well, which is our yearly uh, live show that we do live streaming uh, over the internet uh, through Ustream, and uh, it's always a good time as well. So, uh, if you haven't uh, logged on for that one in the past, then yeah. Get ready for that as well. We usually do that on Friday night too, so people can have some uh, have some beverages as well. Uh, okay, now with Supercoach, the Wendells uh, in front, again over NZ underscore Magpie 54, in that two-horse racer, followed by Ebenezer Rascals, Dingbats, Junior Mince Lamb, of God Lucky Punk, Sisame Timbers, Reach Around Robo, and Seaweed Steelers in 10th. Tipping, Jimmy Pop, who we mentioned earlier in the show, the comeback kid, the, the, the story of the year, and he uh, is sharing the lead with Lynn, a.k.a. Am I Winning? One point back, we have Kylie, Mad Dog, Toozie, Matthew Brawler and then one point further back, we have Heavy Underscore Nova, Thakos, Terry G, and Desi's Ducks. So, with two full rounds of football left, plus the finals, I mean, it's hard to make up and get ground in the finals, of course, but uh, with two full rounds left, only two points from 10th to 1st, so it's uh, for the first time in years, I think, it's actually anyone's anyone's competition so uh get in there make sure you get your tips in there and uh, that's it that's all we got time for jay jay had uh, less time than that he's out the fucking door so uh we will uh talk to you next week